shirt is out. Can y'all really feel me? Peachy's in the house, says she's always on a milli. Out west, he's the king of the bay. Fatino's all gritty, yeah, that boy don't play. Hold up. From the bay to the streets, Breezy represents the east, so we call him the beast. Together they form a powerful being like Voltron. Don't miss a single episode, turn your bells on. Nitty green, it's the lightest talk. Glowing like a better table wall. Nitty green, it's the lightest talk. We outline players up and show. Nitty green, it's the lightest talk. Don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, this the line is tall. Line is tall, nitty gritty, this the line is tall. What's going on, everybody? It's not Victory Monday, but I'm still hyped up. What's going on, Peachy? What's going on, Moe's? <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? It's been a long, long, long day. So it made it worse because we didn't win last night. So it was just depressing last night. And then it was depressing today too. But coming back off of my long vacation, uh, getting back into the swing of things at work, nothing was done. Everything was messed up. You know how it is when you leave and, and go and come back and you just wish that people hadn't touched nothing. If they just left everything alone and let you do it. Because it makes twice the mess for you to have to clean up whenever you come back. So oh. that's what I ran into today. It, it, it sounds like <laughs> I don't at this moment, but it sounds like you had a semi-manic Monday on this non-victory Monday. Moses, all I have right now for you is this sound. <laughs> And if you be silent, if can we get a moment of silence for this small cricket break? Right. That's what you're hearing from Moe's right now. We're hearing crickets because right now he's lost for words. But no worries. We got you, bro. We're glad you're here with us tonight. Let's go ahead and get through these formalities. Listen, man, I don't know how much energy you got, but we got the Seattle Seahawks this week. So get your energy up right now. Go to Rays. Go to www.repsports.com. Grab your Rays energy drinks. Go ahead and get that pack. Use the coupon code drink. Bree, bree, breezy. Save yourself a few percentages off. That's a couple of dollars. It's like paying for the shipping and handling or something like that. So go ahead and get your save on. Go ahead and get your Rays energy drinks. I'm telling you, you're going to need it. What Moe's got the – he got the – Poor, I, I feel like, you know, we can't be salty, salty, sore losers. So, you know what? I, we're not sponsored by this company, but I tell you what, I found us a company that I want us to get branded by, right? This is called the Crown Royale, all right? And okay, since- see, okay, see, now, now you don't, now you don't woke me up and you don't got me started because I'm about to go downstairs <laughs> real quick, good off camera, make a drink. Now you got the salted caramel. Have you had the Crown Peach, good brother? Brother, the Crown Peach is sitting right here on the now, mantle. Okay, do you have a Wegmans near you? I don't. We don't do Wegmans. We do. I don't- other stores but no way okay. okay see so what i'm gonna have to do is i'm gonna have to buy some mm-hmm. and i'm gonna have to send you some wegmans lemonade that crown peach with the wegmans i've tried other lemonades i've tried simply i've tried any uh, i've tried uh calypso i've tried all other lemonades the crown peach with the wegmans lemonade bruh really all I'm right i'm telling you it hits right. so I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you some of the wegmans lemonade okay and then you got to put the crown peach in, and I'm telling you, 
Got that, that's it. Nothing else. You don't need to add nothing else. Crown Peach, Wegmans Lemonade. Matter of fact, give me a second. I'll be right back. Go do I'm your thing. I, well, I need a I need a drink for this show. I should have well, been prepared. Peachy. I'm not. So Breezy, while you doing that, I'll mm-hmm. be right back. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go ahead and pour me a nice little shot because a chilled shot. This is not sizzling Sunday, but you know what? It's it's a it's a weird Monday. So uh, we're gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and sip that. All right, Peachy. I know we got formalities to get through, but man, just a quick recap. If you guys have been hiding under a rock and you just woke up from a bad hangover from over the weekend, the San Francisco 49ers played the Green Bay Packers last night at home. Man, Peachy, the stadium was packed and it came down to 37 seconds. 37 seconds, Peachy. And uh, the 49ers could not hold off with the one-point lead. Aaron Rodgers gets the ball. He does what he does. does Aaron Rodgers things. And he leads his team to the victory with the Mason Crosby kick. I'm going to take a sip on that. But let's do these formalities. Let's get this out the way. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're following and watching right now, please go to twitch.tv. Go ahead and subscribe. It's still sub September, which means it's September, so you still can get 20% off on your subscription. Shout out to all the new subscribers we do have on Twitch. We appreciate y'all. That's twitch.tv backslash Wayne Breezy. You can also follow, like, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. YouTube is popping too, Peach. They got its own community up there. We're posting pics, polls, you name it. It's on YouTube right now. So go to youtube.com backslash Wayne Breezy. And so you'll never, ever miss another Nitty Gritty Niners episode. And then you know the Facebook. I know our Facebook group is salty right now, Peach, because... um. We lost. See, this is why you got to pick the winner. Don't be a homer and pick the 49ers to win, and then they lose, and you can't win the prize. So no one won the prize this week, unfortunately. Maybe we'll do a uh, a double prize because that game pin, ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. I see it. And so no one won, but I tell you what, we're giving away things every week. So make sure you join that Facebook group. That's Nitty Gritty Niners. All right. That way you can participate in all the weekly giveaways. You can also follow on IG, Nitty Gritty Niners. And last but not least, please follow us on Twitter, Nitty Gritty with the number nine, E-R-S. We, hey, if you can't make a live show, no worries. You can email us your thoughts your prayers, your sentiments, whatever it is you want to get off your chest, we would love to hear what you got to say. So go ahead and email us at nittygrittyniners at gmail.com. And you can also get Nitty Gritty Niners apparel at nittygrittyniners.com. We got a crazy show. We're going to talk about the offense. We're going to talk about the defense. We're going to talk a little bit about special teams. We're going to talk about the ups, the downs, the good, the bad, the ugly. And we're going to do it all in about two hours, hopefully. Right. So we're going to we're going to bang, bang this out. All right. So we got a lot of show. But before we go ahead and get into the game and break down the game, why does my cat always come downstairs when I'm in the middle of a mother? (laughs) And then he heard me and went back upstairs. I told you he speak English and he understands English, too. Very well. All right. Mm -hmm. Guys, 
We got to talk about the injuries. I hate that we have to start the show off with this, but if you don't know, we had some injuries in the game. These were the injuries from yesterday's game, all right? Matt Barrows reported this out yesterday during the game because that's when these injuries happened. Uh, Peachy, go ahead and take this over so I can go throw this cat outside somewhere. <laughs> okay. Per Matt Barrows, uh, 49ers cornerback conditions. Josh Norman has a chest injury. Shanahan did not have a diagnosis at the time. Kwan Williams has a calf strain. Dante Johnson suffered a shoulder stinger, but he did return to the game. I did not even see Mo's Dante Johnson get injured. Did you happen to see Dante Johnson? He got burnt so much, I didn't even know he got injured. <laughs> no, there was. I, I remember right. it was actually a play where somebody was on the ground for a little bit, and they went to a TV timeout, okay. and they couldn't identify who the player was. Oh. You got the crown apple. See, oh, we, oh, we crown. Oh, yeah, we got the apple. I got the peach. We got the salted caramel. Yo, we're we, we gonna need we crown royal. Yeah, we're gonna we hit them up right after business. this episode. Somebody clip this right now so we can go ahead and get this crown royal. Maybe we'll send you a couple of nips in the mail. <laughs> you dig? All right, so I, I didn't notice his injury because. Technically, he plays the same way, injured or not injured. And so Dante Johnson is Dante Johnson. It was funny because they said when he got picked on the moment he came into the game, they were like, um, so they're picking on the backup cornerback. And I'm like, technically, he's the fifth string quarterback. So he's the back, back, backup. Right. Right. Get it right, Al Michaels. Nick Exactly. Collins. I was sitting there doing that. Hey, check this out, though. This bottle was full. Before the game yesterday, well, this is what happened. Look at that. On. You ran I see. Right here. That's yeah, that so I got That's all the insane. flavors. So I don't. The peachy. The peach is running thin right now. I was. I was peaching it up last night. Um. So I got some caramel left. But look, man. Ugh. Let me ask you this really, really quick question because the injuries are continuing to pile on for the 49ers. And I don't want you to talk about the injuries and stuff, but let's just talk about the game in this in its, in its entirety overall. Like, were you angry? What, what was your emotion after the game? What was your your initial emotion after the game? Let's start with Mose and we'll go with PG, and then I'll, I'll hit you with mine. And then out there, we would love to know your initial emotion mm-hmm. after the game. I, I was I was I was frustrated. Okay. I was frustrated because. Honestly, it was like I said last week, and I mean, I didn't want to. I t- I said I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but for some reason, in our home openers, we always start slow. And I said one of the keys to this game is we got to start fast. We have to start fast because we don't want to be in a hole that we got to climb out of. And offensively, we didn't start fast defensively we didn't start fast and somehow we got into a 17 nothing hole so uh, it, it it was frustrating because I, I i had a feeling that that could happen i'm always optimistic that we're going to come out strong we're going to come out with with so much energy that it we can play with a controlled aggression and we can start fast um and really take advantage of the game early in front of our home crowd but it was it was it was more the same of us just starting slow all right, so we got frustration. Peachy, your initial emotion. Man, I was – my initial emotion, I was pissed off. Okay. I was I was throwing stuff everywhere. 
I was screaming. I was, I, I could not believe it. That was my, that was my initial emotion. I was pissed. I expect nothing to less. I expect nothing less, right? I I expect I expected frustration. You know, I go through phases where I, I break stuff, and I just don't feel like replacing stuff that I break right now. So I chose to channel my inner Wusa, and 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 I was I was disappointed. Mm. I was I was disappointed. I I was no longer frustrated because in that because of the way the game started, I expected it to. To, to lead me into a, a realm where it was going to come down to the end. I think uh, one of y'all said, but Peachy said it was going to come down to the end. She had like 36, 31, something like that was her final score, something like that. So it was going to come down. Like, they're not going to score that many points, right? And they did, almost. almost. They came down to the end. And at the end of the game, you just don't want to have there's, – there's a few quarterbacks you don't want with the ball. I don't care if you got five seconds on the clock. Don't give it to Tom Brady. Don't give it to Aaron Rodgers. Don't give it to Russell Wilson. You may could give it to Patrick Mahomes, but I wouldn't give it to him neither. You know what I'm saying? So, like, those are guys you don't want to have the ball. And I, I, I tell you what, man, Jimmy Jimmy closed out the game a lot better than he started the game. I, I'm going to start the show off with that. He definitely closed out the game a lot better than he started. But like you said, Moe's, Peachy, can't keep starting slow. Peachy, you said it on another episode, starting slow against good teams isn't going to be good for our health. And it came back and bit us in the patootie. I'm trying not to say bad words. Right. I knew that was going to do that. I got so mad at people that were sitting in front of time. Oh, you know, the Philly game, you know, that that just happened. It was blah, 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 and whatever. And then I had people that actually were talking about how we easily beat Philly. And I'm like, what game did you watch? I was there. I was in the stands. I was there in the stadium. It was not an easy game. Oh, yeah. Not at all. We yeah. look like complete garbage in the first half of that game. And like, I said, it's like watching when last you week get, right, when you get up against a better competition, you are going to see like they, it's going to bite you. You cannot continue to start slow and, and, and have games like that. Like you can't do it because our schedule is brutal. And and it's not going to get any easier for a while. And you know what? I don't even know if it's even going to get easier at all because the 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 route that the 49ers are going now, I think every single game that we play is going to give us problems, whether we win or lose it. Hold that thought. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Right now. I, I definitely think I know the problem you're talking about. And we're, we're going to do our best job to and I'm not asking you to be this way. I'm gonna do my best to be optimistic, but I'm definitely gonna pin, point out what I think the problem is. Y'all can disagree to agree, and we're gonna try to explain it to the people in the best layman's terms we can. Because there are a lot of fans out there that that watch football but don't understand or comprehend football. Amen. And so we're gonna do our best to explain it to you. All right. And so let's keep going with these injuries, man. Listen, Josh Norman, uh, this was the update on him earlier this morning. Obviously, he left the game. Didn't really see the injury happen um in the game, but he did leave the game. Uh Ian Rappaport reported that 49ers cornerback Josh Norman, who impressed in his short stint in San Francisco. See, guys, he was and he impressed. I just want y'all to know that y'all were saying that this dude was a, was an old vet that had no priors, whatever, and he was locked down on Devontae Adams at the beginning of this game. At me if you want to. 
Go rewatch it. It's deal and no penalties. It's dealing with two bruised lungs along with tissue damage, which may have caused some internal bleeding. Uh, you did hear reports saying that he was coughing up blood yesterday. And he spent the night in the hospital. Tests are ongoing. Doctors will be cautious, but he's in good spirits. And not only is he in good spirits, Peachy, he hopes to play next week. Now, Tracy Sandler reported all the latest 49er injuries. Uh, and so from yesterday, and here we go. We got a slew of them. Uh, Kwan Williams, calf, out few weeks now. We're going to talk about that play, and we're going to talk about probably why he strained his calf, and there's some reasons. Uh, mm-hmm. Josh Norman, we just talked about him. He's day-to-day, so that's good news. Lung contusion, mm-hmm. day-to-day. The lung contusion sounds terrible, but day-to-day sounds good. Here's mm-hmm. one that stopped me, and y'all tell me where y'all saw this, but George Kittle, calf, day-to-day. George Kittle, calf, day-to-day. Uh, Ken Law, knee, day-to-day. I expect to see that. Eric Armstead, adductor. I expect to see that day-to-day. And here's some hope for you guys. Elijah Mitchell, shoulder. Hope he practices this week. Hope Elijah Mitchell practices this week. Let's just talk about these quick injury updates real quick, man. Which one is surprising you guys the most? And and which one do we need the most <laughs> to be ready to go? Kittle surprised me a little bit with that one. I mean, I'm sure that he's gonna be fine because it's Kittle, and he's he's tough as nails. But that actually surprised me because I haven't really, of course, you know, I haven't been doing anything on Twitter today because I was so you know focused with work and stuff. It was just so crazy. But I I did not know that. But I think I have an idea on what play it probably happened. <laughs> okay. So, so as when, um, whenever Kittle was um, pulling that play, like he did, you know, like I guess the Saints, whenever he was like, yards. Okay. all the way, the way that his body, like the way that he was um, contortion when he was moving up there, it, it, it wouldn't surprise me if it was that one. Okay. That makes sense. It does make sense. I mean, he was trying to keep that play alive, man. He, what he mm-hmm. did was that a that was a big gain, and I yeah, we needed that on third down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I, I was hoping he could have got in the end zone earlier, and then we could have had the ball. They would have got the ball back, and then we would have got the ball back one more time, right. and maybe we would have had thirty seven seconds. You know, you know how it works. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, who's your surprise injury on here? Like, like who did you not notice get injured or whatnot in this game? I, I same as Peach, it was Kittle. Yeah, I didn't see just it because he just because he played the whole game. He was in on that last series, um, so I, it, it obviously it's something minor. They got to report it if he reported it. If they took a look at it, okay. Even if, even if they just had to rub something out, even if it was kinked up and they had to rub something out, okay. Um, right. I don't think it's I don't think it's major. But like Peach said, I didn't see it, but it makes sense if it was that play. Here, here's my my devil's advocacy to that though, because Kittle struggled with didn't he struggle with the calf last year? Or the ankle it was one of the. It was two. more. I think it was more ankle last year. Yeah. Either way, it was in the leg, and and I don't. We don't need that. Like, and so right. you're right. But we just, we just, we're hoping. Mm-hmm. Like you Somebody. know, you got to uh-huh. give it time, right? So after it, it kind of swells up, and then we'll be able to know a little bit more. So hopefully he does right. practice this week because it is say day day. Right. What are we say, PG? I was just gonna say. Um, Somebody in the chat brought up, um, I think it was Chrissy, that said that it might have happened in the end zone. I forgot about that craziness that happened in the end zone. Oh. He went down wrong. That was funny. That probably is when it was. It and they, they caught a penalty on that one, they too, right? That right. was the one that Trey Lance came oh, in right. and threw the ball funny to mm-hmm. <laughs> Trey. What the hell is that? Well, I thought <laughs> Trey was going to run. 
And instead, at the last second, he stopped the run and, and tried to get the pass. But then right. George Kittle was like being – it was a weird fall down. It almost, he, got, he got mauled. He got mauled. Yeah, yeah, he got stepped on and everything. Like, like it was got, bad. Like it's the possible. One, the one corner like grabbed him and turned him. That's what happened. Him to the ground. And then the other safety all like Step ran on. him over. Like yeah. mm-hmm. I, I don't think – it was it was the corner's fault. The safety just didn't – Realize that George was falling, right. so he's running to try to get to the play, and then he collides with George. So it could have been that play as well. Mm-hmm. You're Definitely right. could have been. Thank you, Chrissy, for that. Listen, guys, it's football, and players are going to get dinged up every week. The only person not getting dinged up is the quarterback, which I would hope right now. <laughs> he he. We I saw Jimmy. I was like, Jimmy, if you're limping, come on out, dog. Just just come on just, out. Just, 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 just come, come on out. Like, just, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I am not wishing injury upon any football player in the world, Craig. All I'm saying is if you limping, then come out for a little while. Let that, yeah. let that limp get rubbed out. You know what I'm saying? We got you, bro. We got you. Jimmy knew if he came out that game, he wasn't coming back in this nope, game. Nope, that's right, which is exactly – Never mind. We'll get into that later. Yeah. He, but, yeah. he, he knew right. that. He, right. he, he knew that one. Mm-hmm. Some more news. Uh, listen, this is some good news, guys. Good news. I feel like watching The Wiz. No bad no bad news, no good news, whatever it is. 49ers coach reported by Nick Wagner. Uh, Kyle Shanahan said team is expecting defensive tackle Maurice Hurst and cornerback Devontae Harris who's a speedy guy, mm-hmm. back to practice this week. Both have been on IR for the first three weeks. Y'all better talk. Y'all talk right now. <laughs> Mo's going to look excited. Michi looks excited. Uh, I'm going to let Mo's go first because he got the look he had on at the beginning of the show. Look, I, I'm going to be honest with y'all. You, This is probably going to be the look that you get on my face <laughs> all show. Uh, Wednesday, it might be different because, you know, we, it's a different show, but um, this right. might be the look. Uh, I listen, I'm excited for Hurst. Um, maybe he can be the spark that this defensive line needs. Um, I, I guess we'll talk about the position groups and mm-hmm. our feelings of the game. So I, I don't want to, you know, jump too far ahead. But um, Devontae Harris, I just haven't seen enough of. Do I think he's going to come in and play over uh, a Manny Mosley, Demo Lenore, uh, Josh Norman? I don't think so. So I don't know how much he really adds other than depth because it seems like our corners this year are like the snake bitten group of the bunch. So um, I, he, I, I guess I'm excited because he's added depth that we have. Good depth, too, because we're talking about run stuffing. You know, I, I, once again, man, Aaron Jones and that run game, they were getting they were getting pops up that middle. And it, 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 you know it, it was it was crazy. Uh, shout out to Johnny James Niner Gang, one of the greatest faithfuls I know. My brother from another mother man. Uh, Super chat contribution. Just love y'all. 
and I appreciate you guys and gals for everything. I'm proud to be a part of this Nitty Gritty Niners group and 49er Faithful Bro. We are proud to have you, and we're, we're glad that you are a part of the Nitty Gritty Niners group, and we're definitely sending out our prayers. You and I talked in private. Our prayers are going out to you and your family, uh, in particular your, your pops, man. Um, and so everything's going to be fine. Just keep your head up, bro. Keep the faith up, man. I promise you. And if you need anything from this family right here, you go ahead and reach out and grab it. Reach out and touch somebody's, somebody's hand. hand. Make, Make the world, world a better place. If you can, if you can. No, 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 cat, bro. We got you, fam. You feel me? Always. Um. Always. And so I, I think this is good news, Peachy and, and Moe. Look, look, we're getting depth back. You said it. We're getting cornerback depth. And no, it ain't. Uh, CJ Henderson. Oh, I, I, even, I was going to say that. <laughs> that's another. That, that's another mind. reason. Yeah, that's, that's another, another reason why my face is going to be like this. I'm going to pour another. Show. I'm going to pour another drink, though. Here, you know what makes me mad about the CJ Henderson joint? Uh, what? It was for peanuts. Yes. That's what angered. Like, when you told me about that, because like I said, I, I have been so out of touch all day. And when you told me about that, like, my hand, like, I just slammed on the table. I was like, you've got to be kidding me right now. You mean to tell me we couldn't add Ross Dwelly or Charlie Warner and a third? Yeah, to get that you. Key we ain't even using them dudes, bro. No, because where is Charlie has, Warner? Dwelly has, has zero <laughs> targets. <laughs> Dwelly has zero targets and zero catch. Dwelly has not touched the ball. Man, let we me couldn't tell you. add Dwelly or Warner and a third for CJ and they and the Panthers was able to get a pick back. They basically swap picks. We'll give you our third. You give us your fifth. We'll give you our tight end Dan Arnold. Excuse me, who? I know that's what I said. I'm like, who is that? Here's the funny thing, y'all. I thought they meant Sam Darnold, and I was like, oh <laughs> shit, they called it QB. Oh snap! And I was like, I thought it was a typo. I was like, oh snap! It's gonna be the rookie, and now Sam Darnold. No. Who, man? Let me tell you. But Niner Gang podcast just took the words out of my mouth because we could have had Asante Samuel Jr. and I'm gonna keep saying it over and over again. Everybody was like, "Why is Peachy so upset?" Because we got some help for the O line. Um, okay, so we we didn't Who get hasn't Asante played Samuel. Yet. Give me a break. Still hasn't suited up yet. He right. won't screw up all season. I, I'm telling you. I'm no, telling you, Matt Mayoko. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Banks is buried on the depth chart. Oh. Even if he, even if he, even if he does suit up, if right. Daniel Brunskill or Lakin Tomlinson go down, who's coming in? Jalen Moore. Mm. Ooh. I, look, it's let me not going to be Aaron Banks. It's going to be Jalen Moore. You talk your talk, brother. Yes. You go ahead, bro. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stop because I don't want to. <laughs> nah, it's cool. I got the button. I, it'll yeah, come over whatever you want. <laughs> I can infinitely hit that button whenever you feel like it. But no, seriously, you're right. Um, and when I posted something a while ago about, you know, shouldn't second round picks be in the starting lineup? Like, shouldn't they be ready to go, not the work in progresses? Right. You know what I'm saying? And people are like, no, you know, they take time to develop. And I'm like, well, then why'd you draft them? You could have right. got a slew of other yes. linemen that are Thank ready you. right now. Hey, let me stop this right now. I see out here in the chat something that Peachy wants to address. Yep, this is going to be that kind of night. 
The 49ers traded down to get Aaron Banks. Okay? Um, so while people are saying Asante Samuel was gone, where the 49ers were supposed to pick, Asante Samuel Jr. was there. So y'all need to stop that. You need to go back and you need to, you can watch Nitty Gritty's draft coverage and you That's can see it on there. I need to watch because we did I'm, I'm letting you know right now. We traded back. So when we were picking in the second round, Asante Samuel was there. He was on the board. Yeah. He was on the board. So nothing, you guys nothing need to obstructed, stop that. Nothing obstructed us from taking him. Thank you. Nothing. It didn't. I wonder, though, if they thought they could have gotten, like, a Paulson, a Debo, or I, I, I don't know. I think they were thinking they could have got a different guy, but instead they had to draft Trey Sermon. Because is, is, Paulson, is Paulson a Debo playing right now? Is he? No. no. I mean, Asante Samuel is the guy you got to go with. Like, I mean, if you don't get the J.C. Horn, or he has the, two interceptions. He's tied for second in the league the for Patrick interceptions right now. I, he's got four what? passes. He's got four pass defense. That's tied for fifth in the league. It's insane. He's killing he's, it in the league. He's right balling. Now. Yes, on a defense on, on a defense that has pieces. They got Joey Bosa. They got Derwin James. They got Nasir Adderley. They got Kenneth Murray. So they have pieces around. Yes, him, it's not only on him. We have the same defense. Fred Warner is better than Kenneth Murray. I, I, I know. Our safeties may not be better than Derwin James in athleticism and, and ceiling, but our safeties are damn good. They are. Jimmy Ward balled out last night. 100%. More than Nick Bosa, Nick Bosa, people have been saying for years that his ceiling is higher than his brother's. So we have the same exact pieces. You put Asante Samuel Jr. in this defense? It's insane. That's that's see that's the issue. Like the 49ers won't draft a DB. How? Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that, and this is why I felt like they should have traded for CJ Henderson. Because mm -hmm. you wouldn't have had to draft him. You so I, I guess I guess they don't I guess they don't trade for highly drafted CBs either. Okay. All right. I mean, no, yeah. but but um what did John Lynch say? Oh, that quarterback room's great. We're um we're good. We we're, we're satisfied with season. our cornerback room. Like Everybody and the planet Mars, Earth, Venus, uh -huh. Uranus knew that that was the issue with the 49ers. It was going to be the secondary. And, and and all of these teams know that that's an issue. Why? Because that's the only thing that they're attacking. Yes. Well, let's get into the game since you brought that up. <laughs> and let's start with <laughs> let's start with the offensive side of the game. All right. Listen, I got offensive stats, man, and I. Whew. So the, let me let me put this back on the screen so I, I'm not looking over here. So let's go ahead and bring that up. All right. So just just a quick recap. All right. Um, you know the 49ers actually led the Green Bay Packers in first down job. It was 26 to 21. The 49ers stats aren't bad. They just couldn't capitalize. I, I, I think if they would have started the game off better, mm. they would have beat this team by like, like hands down. Yes, we we be having a totally different conversation mm -hmm. right now. Right, yeah. we, we be, if yeah. we started faster because yeah. if you look at it, we scored more touchdowns than they did. There you go. They just put up more points because field goals count as points. Everybody, they mm -hmm. do. They they absolutely so, do. 
They 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 absolutely do. And and so that's the that's like the ir- irony of this whole situation, right? Like we lost the game, a game that they the 49ers were getting beat the whole game, right? And then they ended up losing after a comeback. They came back. Um a lot of people Oh, Peachy and I were talking earlier, man. So I, I for my Jimmy people out there, look, if you dislike Jimmy, that's okay. I love you. If you like Jimmy, I still love you. Here's the thing, though. I know y'all want to say Jimmy Garoppolo won this game, but let's talk about those penalties that helped him out on that game-winning drive, quote-unquote, that allowed the drive to stay open because we don't want to give Aaron Rodgers credit for the penalties that we caused, but Jimmy don't see those penalties don't count when they go against Jimmy because that's how we got down to that score. Yes. Now, am I wrong? Did I watch something different, Mosin? No. no, you didn't watch anything different. Mm-hmm. And nope. like it's it's such a conundrum for me with this whole Jimmy G situation because, like, bro, he's so mid. I watched the Joe Budden podcast, and that's the thing. Like, we when he talks about different like albums you're like eh, it was mid which means it was okay but it wasn't great it wasn't Got bad you. but it wasn't great Got it was you. mid jimmy is so freaking mid bro he's all the way mid yo so he does some of the most stupidest things you've ever seen on the field but then he does some stuff that's good but on that final drive he got bailed out by two penalties he got bailed out by a great catch by Debo Samuel. How about this a great right here? catch and run by George Kittle and a great catch and run by Kyle Juszczyk. Like he got bailed out. And one of my things, my my best friend, one of my best friends, my brother, my OG, Joe, you met him at the uh the tailgate. That's Patrick Willis. Yes. That's who I thought it was when I first saw him, man. <laughs> yes. 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 I was like, Is that P Willis? Because you know I froze. <laughs> And I, I, was, froze. I was almost <laughs> struck, bro. When I shook his you know, hand, that was, that was so crazy. Like people was asking me, they was like, "Yo, was that Patrick?" Will? I was like, "No, that's not Patrick." Will. Oh <laughs> people thought, "Listen, I, I, I if you do look like DJ like, Jones. <laughs> you got the beard, bro. Yo, bro, I man." But anyway, he his his analogy is this: some quarterbacks are trucks, and some quarterbacks are trailers. Trucks pull the trailers. Trailers need to be pulled. Ooh. Jimmy is a trailer. Facts. He needs to be pulled. He got yes. pulled by three great catches by Debo, Kittle, and Juszczyk, and two penalties. He got pulled. Amen. Which, which, Amen. Which, what did we say on Sizzling Sunday, the pregame show? Did we not say his playmakers, those three guys, Kittle, Ayuk, and, and Debo, were going to have to do something in order mm-hmm. for us to be content in this game. And what yeah. did they do? No, they Debo did. didn't give you all the yards. We expected Debo not to play as well because we expected Green Bay to isolate him, to mm-hmm. nullify yes. him. You know, we yes. expected that. Yep. But who was the mismatch all night long? It was George Kittle. I don't understand why we weren't going to him even the more. So what? Jimmy threw the interception because Jair Alexander made a great play. Made a great play. I don't know if you want to blame that on the wide receiver on the route for not staring his guy off to make it sell it more. I don't know if you want to blame Jimmy Garoppolo for just automatically throwing, looking where he was going to throw the ball. I don't know. All I know is Jair Alexander, who we said was the one guy in that secondary that you got to pay attention to. Nobody wanted to listen to us. And he, made, he makes a play on that ball. Hence, he takes the mojo 
the momentum away from the mm-hmm. 49ers because the 49ers were driving the score. I'll put, I'll put that on play design because if you look at the crossers, everything was underneath. Yep. Okay. That's right. Everything was everything was shallow crosses. Nothing was a deep cross. But that's not you know, the that play, play design, bro. That that it but, is. But, it but is. On that, but on that play design, we needed a deep crosser to pull Jair, even if it was for a second. I agree. Even I, if I, even if it was Debo or Ayuk that ran, not a shallow cross, but I, I a gotta, deep cross. Okay. To run across his face. Okay. And just pull his eyes for a split second. Just 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 a hair. He was, just just he, like this. He, yo, he was sitting back there chilling like he was waiting in a TSA line. Yes. So basically, as, he was playing as, safety. Oh, oh. basically, he was playing safety. And as soon as the ball let go, he broke because there was nothing that was occupying him that said, so I, Do yeah. I need to worry about this? Okay. That's right. All right. So, because I, I assumed, I didn't I didn't go back and I, there's no all, I can't find the all 22 on it, right? I'm not that, we're not that famous yet. So we don't get it. Even though we're paying for it, we ain't getting it, right? Right. Um, <laughs> I didn't see what the receivers' routes were. So if you're saying there were shallow crosses, which was the underneath ones, opposed to deeper crosses, which is what you play. They could have ran, they could have lined Jimmy and 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 Ayuk on the right side, have them run deep scissor routes, right? And the same time, now Alexander and the safety gotta take those guys. But now you got a a, a safety on Kittle. That's a match, that's a win. That's man to man. Instead, or even if you even if you put Debo Ayuk on that right side and just have mm-hmm. him run a corner, right? Have him run a corner to the sideline to just pull Jair. Just pull Jair. You know you, um, that's what in I their mean. Secondary, not in their in their secondary on their defense. Jair Alexander is the best player. It's yeah. Jair Alexander. It's Kenny Clark, and then it's Adrian Amos. Yeah. You know he's the best player on that field. Mm-hmm. Do something to right. pull him away. Yeah. Just occupy his attention for a split second if you it's, know that's where you're going. And because other teams know that Kyle Shanahan gives Jimmy Garoppolo predetermined reads. That's right. They knew was, they knew what he was going to do before he even did it. They knew where he was going with the football. That's what and pissed what me off. That, and and, and what, what does that allow you to do? That allows you to play fast because guess what? I don't that's have to right. think about shit. That's right. I don't have to think about because all Jair did, all Jair did was now right there because he heard. That's all he had to do. It was all football. It was all instinct. Do I do I I go to? I no. I don't even think it was instinct. If if there was a a corner route or a deep cross, it would and he made that play. That would have been instinct. I got you. But he's just just sitting back there like he pre-read the play. As soon as Jimmy let this ball go, I'm out. I don't even have to think about it. Right. I know. Right, and, that, and that's say, what he did. There was nothing to say, should I gamble here? Should yes. I, should, should I break now to get with Kittle and leave Debo or Ayuk open on this deep cross or this corner route? There was nothing to, to make him think, what should I do? Should I stay or should I go? And I think if you do that and allow Jimmy to play quarterback, mm-hmm. if he sees Jair bite on the deep, mm-hmm. uh, on, that, on, that, on that deep streak to, to Kittle, then you got Ayuk or Debo open on the deep cross or the corner, but the, but the the play design didn't set set it up that way. Yeah, there there were players open down the field, and um, so Jimmy Jimmy's strength is to throw in the middle of the field. He don't care 
if the if the <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yo, I, I, thought, exactly. I thought I thought Debo was gonna get his hands decapitated, and I know mm-hmm. that's your head decapitated. But if you watch, there was two throws Jimmy threw across the middle where Debo. I thought his hands were gone. Like there was no way he was making the catch because the defender was the safety was right there right. on top of the cornerback on top of him, and it was just a it was a quick throw. It was just like uh, I watched Debo pull his hands back. He was like, nah. Yes. Don't, don't you guys, don't you guys. He had a concussion. Bro, it was, it was tough. It was, it was really bad. Don't you guys understand that that is why that the defenders will cover that part of the field in the middle because they know that that's where he's going to throw to. So that is why I keep saying what I'm saying. What made me mad about that play with that interception is I keep going back to this depth perception that he has. And also the way that he reads the field when he does not read. Ross Dwelly was wide open. There was nobody over there by Ross Dwelly. He could have checked that sucker down underneath. to Dwelly. Underneath. The under, the with no problem. Jimmy it was, threw it's under, insane. He threw underneath all game. Right. Except for on that play that he yes. down there. Now, if George Kittle was one on one, I'm throwing that throw. That's man to man coverage. You always throw a man to man coverage. But he wasn't the guy. The the chance, like Mo said, the play design didn't allow a wide receiver to take Jair Alexander out of the play. Therefore, Jair got the play free. He was a free corner. He was just running all over the place. Like exactly. He was just running around. <laughs> That's it. That's and, all and he that's, was doing. And that's yeah. why half of the fan base is torn and they want Trey Lance to play because when Jimmy Garoppolo plays, we're not playing 11 on 11 football. Okay, hold that because we're going to explain that in a second. Yeah, I'm going to um, I'm gonna bring up some of these contributions. Yeah, yeah, you got that. Let me go ahead and get to this next slide. Okay. Cam Enman reports. These were the offensive snaps, right? And we saw some differences because we're going to talk about this. So I'm going to pull, I'm going to do this right now. And then you can go ahead and pull up your contributions and okay. then we'll get back to this because this is funny to me. All mm-hmm. right. Here we go. Garoppolo 67. You expect him to get the offensive snaps over Trey Lance. I don't think we'll ever see Trey Lance start this season. I'm just going to keep it a buck with y'all. But that's gotcha. what I'm thinking at this point. Mm-hmm. Sermon 41 snaps. 40. One snaps for the starting running back. Hmm. We we need to talk about that. Look at the zeros to every other running back on this team. Mm-hmm. Cannon, zero to Johnson, zero to Patrick, who did not even play. Right. right. Let's hold that down. Here's where it got interesting. You ready? Debo 63, Ayuk 60, Sanu 45, Jennings 3, Sheerfield 2. Is Sheerfield officially out of this offensive game plan now that Ayuk is finally back in? I don't know. I, I don't give a. I don't give a. What y'all say? Ayuk was in the doghouse. All right, we're gonna leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Here's where it got. No, 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 Breezy. Let's not leave it at that. Okay. Because this is a. This is another reason why I'm. I'm. I'm having trouble and I'm pissed off with Kyle Shanahan. Cause don't tell me that Brandon Ayuk isn't ready and that he needs to earn his spot and that Trent Sherfield for the first two weeks was the starting outside wide receiver next to Debo. And now all of a sudden in a game where you need as many weapons as you possibly can to throw mm-hmm. off a defense that you know isn't that good when you play them the way that you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And Trent Sherfield only gets two snaps. Came in he that. only gets two snaps. The symphony has spoken. I, we, look, and, and we're we're not talking like 
we're harping back to week two because we're in week 13. Bro, we're in week three. Two weeks ago, IU barely played. That's you right. Said, you said he wasn't ready. You they said, said he that, wasn't ready. Yeah. You said he he had he had he had he was to prove that he yeah. was ready to play. He had to, mm-hmm. to earn his spot. <laughs> so obviously Trent Trent Sherfield earned something. You mean to tell me in in two weeks he went from earning it to not earning it and only playing two snaps? Kyle was literally out here talking about how that Trent Sherfield had impressed him so much because of his tenacity and the way that he attacked the offseason and the training camp, the whole nine yards. And, and and just like you said, Mose, you mean to tell me that all that's changed in that amount of time? Yeah, Come on, right, get out of here. Right now, we we right need now. to um these uh these uh contributions are backed up. So let's go ahead and read these. Uh Troy, thank you so much for super chat. Um, love y'all. I appreciate you for being here for me when I'm upset about our Niners. Hey man, uh, we, we uh, hashtag um, hashtag unleash Trey with the exclamation point. With the exclamation point. That's important. People don't pay, pay attention to the punctuality of the of the stuff. Like that's important. Okay. Right. Exclamation point. Exclamatory. Let's exactly. go. That's the definitely the Crown Royal talking right now. Come on. Taryn Lewis, thank you for the super chat. This offense will continue to add. This offense will continue to add frustration to us fans as long as Jimmy remains the quarterback. I blame Kyle for not making offensive adjustments. Seattle and Arizona will beat us with this limited offense. We'll spend 50 minutes on this right now. Here we go. Look, what Taryn just said is 100% authentic true. We might look. And so, Peachy, you and I got into it yesterday because you said Seattle looked like trash. That's fine. They won't look like trash against us, though. No, they won't. Yo, that's gonna frustrate me so bad. Okay, no, 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 but tell us why, Mose. That you, you, you gotta be. I, I gotta, I gotta teach you. Like my, I'm, I'm the teacher. You can't just say it's gonna frustrate you without the why. I, I gotta get the why because that way we can all understand that we're on the same page. We, why that? Why? One, because if our offense starts slow like we did in Philadelphia and Green Bay and continues to give Russell Wilson opportunity with the ball, we're going to be down and climbing out of a hole again. Two, if our offense is limited, and I said this in the group chat, if our offense is limited to Jimmy Garoppolo and he's only throwing across the middle and he's only only throwing underneath routes, this defense is depleted. This is not the same Seattle defense from four or five years ago. They lost too many pieces. They are not the same. But with Jimmy Garoppolo, they're going to resemble the Legion of Boom. Why? Because Bobby Wagner, Jamal Adams, and Quandre Diggs are going to eat if Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback. They are going to feast on this offense because Jimmy cannot throw outside the numbers. He only throws in the middle of the field. He doesn't throw anything deep. So all of that across the middle stuff, Bobby Wagner is snagging it. All of that underneath and shallow stuff, Jamal Adams and Quandre Diggs are snagging it. Then you add Jamal Jamal Adams as a pass rusher for this team as well. And here's the X factor, and you didn't mention him, DJ Reed. I'm just going to leave it at that. Wow. Wow. Guys, it's going to be all right. To the faithful that are watching, it's going to be eight in a box for the rest of the year until we figured it, until Jimmy figures it out. Why would any defense change? As a matter of fact, the only way a defense would change, I don't care if the defense is ranked 32, they better put eight in a box and then let Jimmy beat them. 
That's the formula. It's been like that since 2019, since the playoffs. Like, uh-huh. where, where have y'all been? That's right. Why do you think Kyle Shanahan was able to run the ball? The difference is we don't have the speed of a Mostert or a Breida anymore. Now we're going to regular speed pace uh, running backs. So that speed overcompensated to what the, the running game could do, what the rushing attack could do. Now that speed is gone. No no disrespect to Trey Sherman, Sherman but he's not fast. Dude only averaged one yard to carry. They only gave it to him 10 times, too. That's a problem. If you're going to say he's going to be the start running back. That's that what I'm saying. Minimum 20 carries. Yes. Yo, but, yeah. Wear that defense down. But you know what happened? We were down 17-0. That's mm-hmm. what happened. And you have to abandon the run game. You got you to gotta throw some trickery in there. You got to figure it out. And so I like when you started to show off with, with play calling and play design. That's important, man. Mm-hmm. Because we got to talk about Kyle Shanahan. Everybody has to be held accountable, win or lose or draw. That's Everybody right. has, has to be held accountable from the top to the bottom. God dang Parag Barate and these god dang contracts. Yeah, we love you. But find a way to pay Jimmy less so Kyle Shanahan can start Trey Lance. That's what it is. No one wants to talk about it. Did you guys guys see the spark that happened just with him being out there? Did you see when he was behind Jimmy? The pack, like the pack, they didn't know what to do. They didn't know what to think. That's when we was moving the ball. And then all of a sudden, that it happened. He was behind him. He didn't do, like, he didn't do nothing on that play. It was just the threat because he was out there. It's all it takes is for him to be out there. Because they had no idea what to do, they were thrown off because it was a, because they didn't know what kind of what we, they didn't know whether it was going to be like a three for time where Jimmy was going to hand him the ball and Trey was going to throw it, or if you know it was going to be a handoff and Trey was going to run the run the ball. Right they didn't right know right what right it was. Right. No why idea. Why were we running the ball with Kyle Juszczyk? You got Trey Cannon. Who was a burst of, of speed? Oh yes. Who could have? Re- what does he need to learn other than to run the ball in between the, the tackles? Help me out! What does he I, have to learn? Pass I protection. I can't help you out. There's no. There's no you reason why he should have been out. used. There's no reason why he shouldn't have been used. There's no reason. There's no reason why Carryon Johnson shouldn't have been used. Oh, no that's don't even get me started on Carryon. There's no reason. There's no reason why Jaquez Patrick shouldn't have been used. We've been a running back by committee all season. Juice doesn't <laughs> exactly. carry the ball for us. He does. Juice is better when he can do other things instead of carrying the ball. I so we have all of these running backs and it. Obviously, yeah, we were down early. We were down 17 nothing. But the, the way you start the game, even if you got to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball to try to, to try to, to build something up, keep running the ball. The first offensive genius was you know a, how to scheme it up was a fullback dive. It was the first play. Mm-hmm. Not a run halfback dive. Right. Fullback <laughs> yes. dive. Tell me what speed he has. He's about slower than Sermon. And Sermon's not slow. Sermon is a slow accelerator. Let's mm-hmm. keep that a buck. He got to right. get through that first, second level, and then it's it's on and popping. He got giddy up now. Yeah, he got giddy yeah. up once once he once he hits them holes, and um, he can get going. 
I know Dion. Shout out to my brother Dion, man, and his Niner Gang podcast, man. We appreciate you, man. Shout out to all the endeavors that's coming your way. All the blessings to you and your family. Yeah. We appreciate you for always supporting us. You said DJ Reed only has 17 tackles, no INTs, no PDs, nothing else. I don't give a f- what he has. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. That's right. Did him dirty. And usually when you do a person dirty, they come back and they air their dirty laundry out on you. That's uh, yes. Guess go, what? I, I know we went deep. Go find me his stats from 2020 against the 49ers. Put, put that in the chat, and then let's go ahead and retalk that, DJ I Reed. Guarantee, I guarantee you we want DJ Reed in this cornerback room right now. I, 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 Amen to that. And who are you talking? And let's not forget that Breezy had brought up a point while ago about it doesn't matter whether you go against the 32nd ranked defense or not. They're still going to play you the same way. Remember when Seattle's defense – was ranked so bad until they played the 49ers. Are you talking it about 2020? Oh, yes. Yeah. It literally made them look like they were a top 10 defense out there playing against us. You talk about 2020. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they 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 pass defense. It wasn't even just a deep. They pass rush was right, terrible. exactly, and their pass defense was terrible. Matter of fact, DJ Reed was on our roster, but he got injured, and so they put him on something, and then they released him because they felt like he wasn't going to get healthy in time. And then Seattle picks him up, and he starts like the moment he gets there. And he's, he's playing Pro Bowl, <laughs> Pro Bowl. Exactly. It is insane. Green Bay's defense, the crazy thing about it is, is that Green Bay's defense is 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 not even, like, from, from all the players they had missing. And then they surprised players like Kevin King and, 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 and the other players they had that were missing out there. That's what made me so mad. Their defense is not even a top-10 defense. And we made them look like they were a top-10 top defense last night. I, I hear you. It was just ridiculous. Because we don't get a chance to overreact after the game. And that's on purpose. Um, I don't want us overreacting. I want us to actually sleep on it. You wouldn't want to have heard from me last night. No, not last night. Not last night. I I, I save my overreacting for for nothing but Niners and my family (laughs) over there. But I... I got a chance to sleep on it. I got a chance to, to figure out some things. All right? And so, yeah... Kiddo, 70. You mentioned Ross Dwelly. Dwelly only had 10 snaps. One That's it. Offensive line starters, 70. 100%. They started all the snaps. No backups came in the game, which is good. No injuries. All right. Um, here's, the, here's the kicker about the offensive line, though. Let's talk about the offensive line in this game because we're talking about the offense. 49ers offensive line allowed 10 pressures, four sacks. That mm-hmm. O-line play or greater D-line play by the depleted Green Bay Packers defensive line. Like, I, I had to put the word depleted in there because they're missing their best edge rusher, mm-hmm. best pass rusher. Missing a couple of people. But what did I tell y'all mm-hmm. about Rashawn Gary? Y'all, yeah, y'all, you did. I <laughs> players. Nah, but if I know a player that I've watched for three, four years, man, I mean, I'm, I'm going to talk about what I know about him. Right. It's what he is. They got him playing outside linebacker, but in Michigan, that dude played with his hand in the dirt. And so, most tell us how, how hard it is to go from hand in the dirt to not the hand in the dirt. It's, it's, a, it's a transition, right? Uh, it's, it's definitely a transition coming from a three-point stance to a two-point stance. Um, your get-off is different. Ooh. Um, 
when you when you primarily in a a, a three point stance, you know, you're bent over your hand in the dirt, the way you're coming off, how you're leaning on that hand, how you have to, you know, kind of come up, but also stay low. Mm-hmm. It's 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 much different than when you're just standing in a two point stance and you're getting off. Uh, how how the offensive line blocks you is different. You know, if you're in a three point stance and you're able to stay low, you know, they really can't get their hands inside your chest unless you're one of those guys on the ends who pop up. But when you're standing up from the outside, when your chest is already up and exposed, unless you're an elite pass rusher like, a, you know, rest in peace, a Derek Thomas or a Von Miller who has the agility to get low. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to use his agility to, you know, escape your hand movements. Most of the time, those pass rushers who stand up, and you know, if you're not an elite pass rusher, you're allowing those offensive linemen to get their hands inside and get in your chest area. So it's it's definitely a, a transition going from um, a two point stance, uh, from a three point stance to a two point stance. Absolutely. So do you think, Peachy, that the offensive line, because they allow ten pressures, four sacks, do you think that is what rattled? Jimmy Garoppolo a little bit, like it, it threw him off of his game plan. Because when I, I went, uh-huh. when I went back to rewatch the game, uh-huh. Jimmy looked off from the jump. Uh-huh. So I want to know, you know, from your expertise. I mean, I, we understand pressures do change the way quarterbacks play, feel. Jimmy looked like tiptoe Magoo out there, or something like that. He was he was tippy toes. He looked like twinkle toes from Flintstones. But what are your thoughts on that? Like, do you feel like the offensive line play is what caused Jimmy to play a little bit off? I feel like that the O-line looked the way they did because their quarterback was taking a thousand years to release the football. I'm about to start singing the song. You can only hold for so long. I keep telling people that. This dude gets shook out there. His O-line's like, dude, we've already held the ball for like way or um, held, had our stance for way too long. It don't matter how good your offense is. You cannot, or your O-line is, sorry. You cannot just continue. Like, nobody can. It don't matter who it is. I don't care if you have, if you're going against the crappiest defense players with the worst technique, with the worst stances, everything doesn't matter. You can still only hold for so long. Jimmy is, I don't know why he's doing, like, he. I don't know, but I know I don't want to hear nobody say because I might smack them if they say this quick release that he still got this quick release because that is gone. That is vanished. That is completely gone. It is not there. I watched him take forever. I'm like, are you going to let the ball go? Throw it out of bounds. Do something. I don't care. Just let it go. So. I'm not going to blame the O-line. Now, did they play their best? No. I do believe that Alex Mack kind of let us down a little bit. I believe that he made a couple of errors. I was pissed off at Mack. I know Trent played some sensational football last night. I thought he was great. Go ahead and break down the O-line. You got it, baby. Go ahead and break down that O-line. You you two pieces in. Go with the other three, too. Run skill, you know, I'm just I could I could go across and I could nitpick at what I saw. That's what you're supposed to do. Get but, down to nitty gritty. Right. But I I just the only one that I will say on the whole entire O-line that impressed me the most was probably Trip Williams. He was a bully out there. He was knocking them around backward, like didn't even care. Like he was just abusing them out there. Like he didn't care. 
Alex Mack was my biggest disappointment on the O-line. But still, if he had a quarterback that could release the football, it wouldn't have looked so bad. He did make some really crazy errors, and so did Brunskill. Some very horrible mental errors that made Green Bay's defense look a lot better than they actually should have looked last night. Mose, you want to add anything to that before I say anything? No, Peachy hit it on the head. I, really, it was the interior. I was actually even impressed with Mike McGlinchey because most of the night he had uh, Preston Smith on his side. And Mike McGlinchey, yeah. you know, held up his own. Mostly, it was the interior. It was it was Alex Mack. And again, you know, I mentioned, to, mentioned it to you earlier. We talked about the battle between Alex Mack and Kenny Clark. Mm-hmm. And Kenny Clark, you, uh, yes, this was one of the run- ones that I want to show you. Kenny Clark blew Alex Mack the f- up on this play. And like it, it was so crazy how quick he blew him up. And like just look at him. Just all right. Just look at him. Look I'm at how add, off balance he is. I want to add to that because I told y'all on the preview the pregame show. Mm-hmm. See, people think that I know Mose knows, but people think that Breezy doesn't know. I told y'all on the pregame show that Kenny Clark I told y'all on Sizzling Sunday. That's why y'all got to watch these shows, Kenny Clark. I doubled up on Kenny Clark. And I said the matchup to watch? Peachy, did you pick that matchup? Was it Kenny Clark and, and, and Alex Mack? Or was yeah. that my pick? I, whoever picked it. I that did. was the matchup to watch. Mm-hmm. That right there was the matchup to watch. Because I said, now in a 3-4-D, with the nose tackle lined up over the center... We're going to see some different plays. Now, listen, listen, Alex Mack had a couple of boo-boos, but he de- also got the best of Kenny Clark on a couple on a, some plays as well. And, and we, is, said, we said it was going to be a, was, a You said that. Battle. Exactly. It, it was going to go back and forth. But, but on that play right there, I'll show it to you again. We can't play the plays in real life because in real time because of this is copyrighted by the NFL, so we don't want to get infringed on it or whatever. But let me just go ahead and break this down for you. This is the run with Trey Sermon, and this is when I tweeted out that there's only one Barry Sanders ever, and you can't run backwards. But what happened was Kenny Clark penetrated the front of that offensive line. So Kenny Clark, look at, look at where Alex Mack is. He's on the sides of his feet, y'all. Mm-hmm. So he's automatically going to be what, y'all? Off balance. He's a done deal. So right away, because of Kenny Clark's penetration to Alex Mack getting through that offensive line, this play isn't going to work. Now, if you remember, we get tackled for a loss. Trey Sermon ends up running it to the right side, and he tries Mm -hmm. to get some yards out. He goes backwards and loses more yards. Horrible play. Horrible uh, execution of the play. Now, you know what is even worse than the execution of the play? The goddamn play calling. Let me tell you something. Explain to me, Mose, with Trey Sermon, why are we running halfback tosses? I I, I don't know. I I, I can't explain that to you because that's not what we should be doing with Trey Sermon. I understand that's a part of our offense. If you wanted to run that with Elijah Mitchell in the game, mm-hmm. if you wanted to run that with Mostert or Jermichael Hasty, yeah, that makes sense. But also, 
why are you doing it that early when you haven't established any type of running game yet? Right. You haven't established any type of run game. So we're going to talk about play calling because there's is more than just this. But why are you running a toss when you know automatically wherever he gets that ball, it's behind the line of scrimmage. So he's, right. he's operating from negative yardage right. and he's not moving forward full speed. He's running laterally towards the outside. So he's not building up speed okay, then. already in a negative yardage situation. Uh-huh. That's what we needed to hear. Why, why, why are hear. we why are we doing this that early? You should be handing the ball off, and just like you ran that fullback dive, run a dive up the middle with Trey Sermon. Yes. Get your Quest Patrick in the game and run a dive up the middle with your Quest Patrick. This, let them line, let them linebackers know that this is going to be this is going to be a, a, a rough and tough game. This should not be a Rams versus Buccaneers shootout. This is going to be low scoring. We're going to try to keep the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands as much as we possibly can, and we're going to bruise y'all. You know why? Because we have the offensive line and the running backs to do it. That's right. We don't. We can't run the outside zone like we normally do, so we're going to beat y'all up in the middle. We're going to punch y'all in the mouth, beat y'all up in the middle. We're going to wear y'all down, and then maybe towards the end of the game when we're already up and we're winning, then we can bring in a Trenton Cannon. Then we can bring in a Carryon Johnson and run those toss plays, those outside zones. Because y'all tired anyway. This is why I was I was disappointed. This is why I was disappointed. I wasn't frustrated. I was disappointed. This is why. Because it didn't make any None sense. of it made sense. And I, I, I'm I, every every week, every week, I don't understand. I can't comprehend. Shout out to Taryn. Thank you for the contribution. I think Jimmy held on to the ball longer because the middle of the field was taken away and he was indecisive. We've seen it. One thousand. Which, which is why I said that, because they know where he's throwing to. So the reason why he was holding on to it is like you said, is because his his part of, his only part of the field that he loves to throw to was gone. So he didn't know what to do. He didn't know where to go with the football. That's and, part and, of it. And in, and in situations where he didn't know where to go, it, you saw sometimes there were situations where he didn't know where to go and he was hesitant. And then there were other times where he was like, I just have to throw it because I have to get rid of the ball. Like and on I, the fumble? I he should have took the sack? I, ha- I just have to time, force it. The one time uh, you take a sack, Jimmy, is when the wow. guy's in the motherfucking face, bro. And why, please, I have to do this now because if I don't, because I'm almost 50, y'all, I'm 49. So my mind, like I forget stuff really quick. So let me tell you this right now. Why does our quarterback keep walking into sacks? Why does he do that? That frustrates me so bad. Like, why do you walk into a mother freaking sack? You get the I'll answer, oh, the answer, that. You get the I'll answer that. that for you. I felt this that. This is why this is why you walk into a sack. Oh. And this is this is why you throw the ball backwards on a drive that could have helped get you more points and possibly helped us win this game and it turns into a fumble. Jimmy has no spatial awareness. Which is he why I was talking about the no death perception and all that stuff. Yeah. Spatial awareness it's of insane. where he is and what's around mm-hmm. him. And <sighs> as soon as as soon as he sees another color jersey and helmet he doesn't know what to do because my 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 thing in that situation is if you don't take a sack 
at least have the spatial awareness and have the football IQ to know what the play is. Debo was right next to you. Even if you just flip the ball in Debo's direction. That's not his game, bro. I don't, I don't listen. I don't give a damn if it's your game. You got to do what you got to do to make the right play. So you either take the sack or you have the spatial awareness and understanding the play that's called because, like we said, we all know your reads are predetermined, but you still know the play. You still know Debo is coming in motion behind you. Fear. So if you see the defensive tackle coming at you and there's nowhere for you to go, you either sidestep him because even if you're not the most mobile, you're faster than a 330-pound Kenny Yes! Clark. You can you, you can take two you, steps you, to the left. Make right. him move a little bit. That's you, what makes me so bad. He can move. But even if you don't, moving, moving you understand right. the play and flip the ball to Debo because Debo was right next to you. Huh, Guys, let, let, let's let's talk about moving real quick. So moving north and south is one thing. Mm-hmm. That's Jimmy. Moving, right. moving east and west, right. that ain't Jimmy. Exactly. He has zero cutability, zero sidestep ability. He can't, and he lacks spatial awareness. He has zero spatial awareness. Hear me out. Same play, same pressure. Jimmy sacked. Aaron Rodgers gets out and completes the pass to Devontae Adams on the goal line. Just go back and think about exactly what I'm saying, and then you'll understand Moses' spatial awareness. Same pressure. There's no way Aaron Rodgers shouldn't have been sacked, but they couldn't get him down. And because they couldn't get him down, he took his feet to the left. He saw, he threw. It was a pass. Mm -hmm. Devontae got cracked on that goal line, but guess what? They scored on the next play by Devontae Adams to Emmanuel uh, uh, over uh, D'Amador Lenore because D'Amador Lenore, being such a, a, a young pup, Got bit on the play fake. Like, real talk. Oh, yeah. Got bit right. on the motion fake. Not even a play fake. <laughs> Devontae was like, oh, I'm going to go in motion, dude. I got you, dog. And then all of a sudden, he cut that junk right back out. Yeah, that like, was a horrible thing. <laughs> I felt so bad for a little bit. That's no, one one is a rookie and it was a good play design because I think even on that Josh Norman was still in that play. So when he came in motion, the defense rotated like they were supposed to. They were supposed and then to. he runs that route and goes back outside and everybody was like, oh, snap. I think that was just a genius play call. I think that and, was a genius. And, play and let's talk about play calling, because if it's not if I ain't mistaken, Matt LaFleur. Like outplayed Kyle Shanahan. He sure the okay, hell did. Can we can we can we talk about something? Can you real read quick? that contribution for me real quick, Moles? And then we can you. get to that. All right, brother. Johnny James not a game. Another contribution. Super chat. Five dollars. Thank you. We appreciate it so much. Jimmy G's football IQ is not up to par. Plan as day. Plain as day. He can't read defense. It seems to me. Absolutely. Yes. He can't. Which, which is, is why. Which yeah. is why his reads are predetermined from Kyle Shanahan. That's right. It, rarely, rarely what? will you see him have a play where he goes through his progressions. Most of the time, especially in games like this when it's close, one read, one read. He, that's he it. has, he had Kyle goes to one read, Jimmy. That's but let but let's it. talk about Lafleur mm-hmm. and let's talk about Aaron Rodgers because there was a stat that came up that I said you've got to be kidding me. Last night, Aaron Rodgers on plays where he got rid of the ball. At 2.5 seconds or under, at oh one my point gosh. in the game, at one point in the game, he was 16 
of 16. Oh, yeah. For uh, he sure was. Perfect. Perfect. Touchdown. Yo. So the game plan was we have two rookies on our offensive line. We're missing Bakhtiari and Ellison Jenkins. Dark. We are not going to stand in the pocket any longer than three seconds, especially – Especially since we watch film, if this 49er team is going to come out man across single high, we are not going to hold on to the ball for more than three seconds. And even if you don't see somebody open, Aaron, throw it up. Because what happened on the plays where he didn't complete passes? We had three pass interference penalties on third down. All three of the pass interference were on third down. Bam. Am I not prepared? Are you not entertained? <laughs> All three of those pass interference penalties came on third down and extended the drives for the Packers. So they they had a game plan going from rip. We are not oh, yeah. going to hold on to the ball long in this game because nope. we know how good this pass rush is and we know our depletion on the offensive line. Why can't and I'm sure that wasn't all Matt LaFleur. I'm sure Aaron Rodgers said, Oh, yes, I don't give it. He said, I don't give a damn what your game plan is. You're not gonna get me killed today. That's right. what that what did Breezy say that, on Sizzling and on our pre-show before we even did that? What did he say? He said Aaron Rodgers' plan is gonna be to get the ball out as quick as possible. Get it down the field. It doesn't matter what happens in. He is not going to hold on to that football because he is an intelligent. He's one of the most intelligent quarterbacks ever in the national in the history of football. And he knows that, you know what? I don't care what I got to do. This ball's coming out. Like, it is coming right out. And, and had it seconds. set right. That's ridiculous. That's that's not Yo, that's not even yes. the full drop back. You can't defend that. Right. A three-step three drop is three seconds. He was getting the ball off in 2.5 yes. or less. It was, it was 100%. It was, just, it was just coming out, coming out, coming out, coming out. Mm. Yep. Goodness gracious. Right? I was trying to explain to fans last night because I was watching the game with, 40, with football fans, right? And, and I was <laughs> – I knew every play Aaron Rodgers was about to run. Because I knew the defense that the defenses we were aligned in. Mm-hmm. And I, I sat there and predetermined. I said, watch Aaron Rodgers throw the ball down the field just because he can do it. <laughs> and it's two things are going to happen before it happens. He's either going to get a penalty or it's going to be a completed catch or it may be overthrown. No, won't be a turnover, but just watch. And yay, it was he, Aaron Rodgers picked on the defense like none other. If you mm-hmm. want to know what happened, to K.Y. Williams, well, he got his calf burnt. That's what happened. Let's call it like it is. Why? <laughs> but, but why? Because he's not a fast guy. Nope. There's no way this shouldn't have been a two a two deep zone mm-hmm. over the top with the safeties. Hey, hold okay. on. Hold, hold, hold on. I got it. I got it. I got it. Go ahead, and, go ahead and then pass it to me. I got you, bro. We'll pass the baton. <laughs> so you got the rookie in there. Hufanga was in there. Why is Ufaga in the game when you got somebody about to do a fade route with split wide receivers? Yes. And, and so now you got Ufanga playing over the top. He don't got the, the, the mental capacity to understand what's about to happen. So Kwan, who's not fast, is going to get burnt every time. 
It just, it, it, it really. On that particular route. Now, if you're talking about a run across the middle, okay, well, feast all day. And you save his calf. But nah, you got him on a Lazard who ain't catch not no damn passes all goddamn year. Exactly. It's going to come in the game <laughs> and burn for a big game. Yo, the funniest part about that, yo, was they was in their territory. They make that pass and they get ready to score. I'm like, God dang. Now you hit it. And this is why he got burnt. When you play single high man across, you cannot play off your receivers. Why can't you play off your receivers? Because if you play off, you're automatically giving up the underneath stuff. Now you would say, huh, it's better to give up the underneath stuff. But is it really if you can get dinked and dunked? So a lot of times what corners do when you play single high man across, they play up on the receivers. Why? To try to throw off the timing of the route. But k didn't get his hands on Alan Lazard quick enough. And even if he did, Alan Lazard is six foot five. k Williams is five ten. So he he got past k Williams, had him by like three steps. k had to get on his horse. And that's when he blew his calf out. But we saw that all day. Accompany that with Aaron Rodgers getting the ball off in 2.5 seconds. Suffice it to say, that's why all of the pen- that's where all of the penalties came from. Three. I, I don't think I, honestly. I see your country your your comment, Ghost. I think we do miss Greenlaw. I don't think Greenlaw changes what happens in this game yesterday. I don't think Greenlaw does anything as far as pass coverage that would have changed what happened. Not one tight end quarter pass. So he, did I so, not say bench them dudes? You said it. So here's the thing. <laughs> When it comes to Aaron Rodgers and getting the ball off in 2.5 seconds pretty much all game, I think that contributed more to the penalties. Just like you said, Breezy, I'm going to throw it up. Either I'm going to get a penalty or a catch or it's going to be incomplete. Right. One or the other. But That's because right. he gets the ball off so fast mm-hmm. and the receivers are already in the route, the corners need time to get their head around. A corner yeah. is looking at, okay, where is he going and what's my next move? So mm-hmm. if I'm a, as as a corner, if I'm thinking, okay, where is he going? What's my next move? And I'm trying to get my feet together, get my hips lined up, turn, get on my high horse to run with this guy. I'm uh, by that time the ball is already where he is. So if I see him reaching out to catch the ball, my first instinct is to try to put my hand out, right? To try to make him not catch it because I already know. If he's doing that, the ball is coming, and it's too late for me to get my head around because if I try to turn my head around, I'm going to slow up. He's going to get a yard or two on me, and if he does catch the ball because I slowed up, it's a touchdown. So I think that game plan contributed to a lot of the pass interference penalties that we saw. I'm with you on that. You got you got D'Amico as a rookie D.C. You got Kyle Shanahan as a, what, fifth-year coach? Mm-hmm. And fifty uh, fifth year offensive coordinator, <laughs> like I, like he's been doing it for a minute. I really think Kyle's lacking pieces, bro. And it's not that he's lacking pieces; he has pieces. One piece. Mm-hmm. He has the piece, but Kyle's playing a game. Mm-hmm. He has to be playing a game, most. It's pissing me off, Breezy. I I I, I, I want to go. I want to. I want to. I want to say this. I want to oh. say. I have two two things I want to say. First thing I want to say is that, um, yeah, don't think that Aaron Rodgers did not pick on the fact that we have a first-year defensive coordinator. For one, 
Easy. Right. <laughs> right. It was just easy. Uh, easy pickets. He's the second to Tom Brady. Tom Brady's still playing. Once Tom Brady retires, right. he'll just be the greatest quarterback. It'll just hit, right. And then right. When he retires, it'll go to Russell Wilson, and then it'll go to Pat. Like, it, it, it's, it's yes. a. Yeah. So, so don't think for one second that's the first thing. The second thing is, okay, I have a gripe, okay, about this game. Why, why are we not going for it on these these fourth down? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like these fourth and shorts, I don't understand. Like, why we're not going for that? Like, what happened to that? Like, why would you not do that? Hold I do on. not understand that. I, no I faith, can't. no faith in the running game. No faith in the running no faith game. in your quarterback. Um, and you and you can't you can't bring Trey Lance on in on every fourth down situation right. because you know away. he's going to run the ball. It'll give away to the surprise. It'll give it'll give it away. Yeah. And because because we especially early on we were down and we didn't have the momentum. You cannot give Aaron Rodgers the ball in plus territory. So when you See, don't have faith in your running game, you don't have faith in your quarterback, and Aaron Rodgers is on the opposite sideline. That's a quick decision not to go for it on fourth and short. Okay, most. So got, got, that that is my biggest. Okay, so so you just you just said exactly what I wanted to hear. You don't have faith in your quarterback to to convert that. You don't have faith in what bull, you have that's, that's out bull, there on, to that's convert bull, it. That's bullcrap. I know. That's what. That's what I'm that's, saying. That's, that's why I want to hear him crap. say that because yeah, that's what everybody why that's bull crap. Because on that. on on third and one, it was third and one. We were down by ten points. If yeah, that, I, I, I might have the points wrong. It was either three or ten. You pick which one. Either way, we was down. It was third and one. George Kittle had almost converted a first down. On third and one. You you let Jimmy Garoppolo drop back for a pass on third and one? He could have quarterback sneaked it. He's successful at quarterback sneaks. I don't care what type of head injuries he gets from quarterback sneaking. On third and one, you let that guy get the first down. On third and one, and for, for, for Green Bay or any other team in the NFL, whatever the play call is called, you know what that quarterback's going to do, Miles and Peachy? Red, 38, 8, 30, red, 16, 45. I'm changing this shit. Yo, hike, sneak, bam, easy. Continue to drive. That's what they're going to do. Jimmy Garoppolo's a yes man, so he's going to do whatever his coach tells him to do. And I'm at some point, Jimmy, you got to grow the balls. You got to grow a pair, bruh. Because at some point, if you're going to be the leader of this team, you should be able to see Kyle Shanahan's not on the field. You are right there. What happened to when Kyle said, what What happened to when, uh, do you guys remember the press conference that was what, like, Jimmy had had, had just um, taken over his quarterback. I'm not talking about um, those five games, whatever. I'm talking about um, when he actually started the season. You Do you remember what he said that Kyle told him. Sometimes you just have to be a football player because I, I, he's not out there. Where in the hell is this intelligence of just being, to have the football mentality of, you know, I gotta make a play. Make a play. Just make a play. You know what my thought process is with that, though? I think 
the way Kenny Clark was blowing up that line some of the times, I think that affected the way Kyle called plays. But I'm with both of y'all. If I'm the leader of this team and I'm the quarterback, I don't give a fuck who Kenny Clark is. And if I know we need to we need to sustain this drive and it's a third and one and we don't want to hand it off to our running backs, yeah, I'm checking at the line. And I and and I and and even if, even if before checking at the line in the huddle, I'm saying Alex, offensive line, I'm checking this to a QB sneak. Kenny Clark has been blowing us up all day. Right. Get a hat on him and move his fat ass out the way so yes. I can get a yard and sustain this drive. That's say that to your offensive line. You sure. said, listen, I, I play football. You say something like that to your offensive line, they'd be like, oh, all right. They want, they want you to tell them to move somebody out the way. They want you to tell them to pancake somebody. They want you to tell them to take somebody lunch. They want you to tell somebody to make them look like a little boy and move him out the way so we can get a yard and keep this drive going. So, yeah, I'm with you, Breezy. I'm with you, Peach. If you Jimmy, come on, bro. A yard. that whole entire line, plus the blockers, Kittle and, and Dwelly and everybody, you get all them mother suckers on that freaking line all doing it. Do not tell me that it wouldn't have been converted because that's bull crap. It would have been converted because they all would have worked together and made it happen because at the end of the day, our O-line with our offensive players that block and do all that dirty work out there on the field would have been stronger than that other side over there they would have been going up against. Do not tell me that it wouldn't happen because it's crap. I'm a statistic. I'm a statistics guy. Statistics guy. And we are like a hundred percent on quarterback sneaks. So ain't no one had been able to stop us on quarterback sneaks all season. And so if we're three for three, then I'm going for four for four. And then if we be three for four, oh well, it didn't work on that play. They're gonna right. get four back. Because guess what we did on third and one? We dropped back and passed. Not only was it an incomplete pass. I can't remember, but it could have been a sack. It could have been a fumble turnover. It could have been so many different things. All right. We got the music bumping. That's what I'm talking about. I have no idea where it's coming from. I, it's not me. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody got the party going. Right please. You know what I'm saying? Hey. It's not me, YouTube. I didn't do <laughs> Let me, let me check. Let me make sure. Yeah, I don't have no other tabs open. I don't know where that came from. That joke, I don't either. That joke was dope, man. There was no lyrics in it, so we should be good. No, it was going, but um, that that play right there, um, that thirty-one when he dropped back, it brought up bad vibes from the Super Bowl. That's what it brought up. Because <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Like I don't understand. Like what? What is? What is happening here? Like I, I just. Oh man. Here's the issue we're having with Jimmy Garoppolo, right? And I don't know if you guys read the Bible, but he's lukewarm, and that ain't good. He's mid, bro. He's mid. Now we'll call it whatever you want. Mid. Now I know how he finished, and I, I'm I'm a big believer in it's not about how you start, it's how you finish. I am. I'm not going to sit there and say that I'm not. But in in in, in football, though, it's about it's, both. It's you, sometimes Peachy called this sometimes um, versus some teams. You can you can prevail. 
But when you're playing teams <laughs> that are equally good or, or better, or maybe better, <laughs> it's harder to prevail. Now, I will point out some good things. And that was, and, and the one thing I will say about Jimmy Garoppolo is he's resilient. And if that is what he's trying to teach his, his, his comrades, resiliency, I'm with it. But there wasn't a moment in my mind where I didn't think that the 49ers couldn't have won this game, even being down 17-0. Because I kept saying all Jimmy got to do is get into some type of rhythm. And the rhythm didn't start until the Trey Lance spark because mm-hmm. Jimmy's job was in jeopardy. That's right. What the, what, what are we not watching? Exactly. How are we not watching the same stuff? Exactly. GMOs? Because I watched a guy come in when called, said, hey, it's two seconds. They set Trey Lance up to mother fail. That's an epic fail. You bring him in on fourth and one on the goal line with two seconds? What was he supposed to do? Oh, if you don't get it, it's all good. It's the, the end of the half. Oh, if you get it, oh, kudos. You know, Trey Lance came in, saw an opportunity, maximized. Easy. And this is not me just advocating Trey Lance. This is about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, 8, 9, 10, 11. There's 11 guys on defense. There's 11 guys on offense. Somebody was accounted for for Trey Lance, and they couldn't figure it out. Why? Because Trey Lance can do two things Jimmy Garoppolo can't do. Run and throw the ball down the field. And if you really want to talk about where Trey Lance was, was on fire in the preseason and in training camp, it's something called the red zone. He was way better right. than Jimmy Garoppolo in the red zone. That's right. And did you guys did you guys see how the off like the O line responded whenever Trey Lance came out there? Also, I saw Trent. I saw. Uh, I'm, I'm just. Trent I'm Williams just saying. I mean, Trent Williams line in the football. Like I seen that. I mean, yeah, Trent, Trent Williams knocked uh, what's his name back to college. I don't even like know. He, who like he literally was. knocked him back to college. That dude knocked him back. Like he was like, "Yo, go get back <laughs> on the sled. You not you not heavy enough." <laughs> That was serious blocking. Yeah. You've seen it consistently in every mm-hmm. game. And they fear Trent. I, I, I absolutely see it, but they don't fear Jimmy, and that's the issue. Right. So the, I, I put out a tweet this morning, and I know I'm getting flack on it, and it's cool. I don't mind. I'm not a I'm not a controversial guy. All I'm saying is last time I checked, and help me out. But doesn't the quarterback have to be the best player on the field no matter what? Like the quarterback has to be your best player. That's why he's the quarterback. So I put that Jimmy has to be the best. That the, I didn't say Jimmy. I said the quarterback has to be the best player. I know we need cornerback help, but quarterbacks can win games. That's right. And they got to be their best. Mm. They can't be mediocre. They can't be mid. They can't be lukewarm. Right. It's Trey, Jimmy, Brian mm. Hoyer, all the quarterbacks we dealt with who aren't even as talented right. as we got right now. I got one. I got one better. What I said, I said, and I don't care what people say. It doesn't matter to me. I don't care. People should know that about PG. I you can say whatever you want to say. I'm still gonna say what I gotta say. It doesn't matter. You can say women don't need to be talking about sports. I don't really care because I got that today too. But let me tell you something right now. The quarterback 
of, of, of this note. Let me say it this way. As depleted as the San Francisco 49ers were last night on running backs, corners, the whole nine yards, the shortest, whatever. I believe, and I'm not even kidding, any other quarterback that would have had their ass out there last night and we would have beat Green Bay. And I'm not stepping off of that. Any any quarterback we have, we would have beat Green Bay. This is the problem that I have with a quarterback like Jimmy Garoppolo. This is the biggest thing. You guys want to big him up all the time and say all this stuff about him. Let me tell you something. Jimmy has to have everything damn near perfect around here to succeed. That is not the National Football League. Most quarterbacks do not have that um that to where that don't have that luxury. Yeah. Yeah, luxury. That's yep. the word I was looking for. I had a lot of crime. Um, that luxury. They do not have it. And that's what pisses me off about him. You guys are calling this dude. This dude has been in the league for like nine years. He is not new to this. He he understands that everybody's talking about, you know, well, he got shook, you know, it's okay. No, it's not okay. It's not okay. He's a fact. If Trey Lance was out there doing the stuff that Jimmy was doing last night, it would have been, oh, well, you know, he's a rookie. I mean, that's what you get. Look at the rookies, the way that most rookies perform this weekend. It was horrible. So you expect that because that's a rookie. This dude is a vet. And not only that, but he was behind one of the best quarterbacks to ever play this game. So he knows, like, what is going on out there. And that's what makes me mad. Jimmy Garoppolo has to have everything perfect in order to be successful or or he has to just be a small piece of everything else around him, as we saw from the playoffs making it to the Super Bowl. That's what I got to say. I'm just I'm 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 just just yeah, I, I, hate, I hate that Jimmy gets all the excuses. So me too. Then all of a sudden it's like, well, Jimmy's an eight-year vet. Well, is he really an eight-year vet because he didn't play? Get the fuck out of here with that. He's been in the league for eight years. You you want Trey Lance to sit on the bench for four or five You want Trey years. Lance to sit and exactly. learn, right? Exactly. You want him to sit there forever. You want Trey Lance to sit on a bench. And then when he comes in the game, you expect him to be dynamite. But Jimmy Garoppolo comes in the game and he can't be dynamite because when the defenses figure out, say, hey, you know what? He can't beat us deep, guys. I'll tell you what. Linebackers, y'all play. Right. We're going to stack the box. Mm -hmm. We're going to take away the run game. We're going to force him to throw the ball, but he's not going to throw the ball deep. So now all of a sudden, since these linebackers and these safeties are right there on the line, they hitting and quitting on them quick routes, and boom, they knocking the ball out of our receiver's hands. Hence, Debo almost lost his hands, not once, but twice yesterday. Go back and watch the game. Go back and watch the game. Yes, Debo made some plays because he got strong hands, but I saw him pull them hands back because there was a helmet right there as the moment he was going to catch the ball. Plus, plus, Jimmy ain't throwing the ball accurate enough. That's right. And people don't want to talk about that. He, he not throwing the ball accurate enough, and he not he don't throw tight spirals. I, he I don't throw wobbly ducks. I, I got to start paying attention to that. Why, I mean, you guys were literally playing. sitting here it talking about terrible. You guys were literally talking about in preseason talking about great Lance's balls. Look how wobbly they are. Are you that, that your starting quarterback can't do any better than that? Hold these, on. Uh, these receivers have to be plastic man. I was telling Breezy this earlier. 
our receivers damn near had to be plastic man to catch most of Jimmy's passes. Y'all talk about Trey Lance throws the ball too hard and whatever and all this stuff. Trey Lance is more accurate than Jimmy Garoppolo. There I said it. I'm letting you know right now. I said it. Peachy said it. And I'm not taking it back. He is way more accurate than Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo's receivers make him look better than he actually is. Because I'm tired of all these excuses. I'm tired of all this nonsense. I'm tired of that. Y'all, we're fixing to go into a gauntlet. <laughs> a major gauntlet. We it, have to win these football games. Is it safe to say uh, that Jimmy is the worst quarterback in the NFC West? Because Matthew, easy. Stafford, Matthew Stafford easy. is like the best quarterback easy. right now. Y'all. I mean, easy. That. Hey, and none of y'all believed me when I was talking about Matthew Stafford. It was like, oh, he's not going to be. He's cooking right now. Feasting. Yeah. He got he he got guys that came out of their coffins. He's throwing <laughs> balls to Deshaun Jackson, who could still be our defense deep <laughs> any day. Right, thirty four years old and still running four three four four. Kid from Compton, that boy cooking, flying, cooking deep. I I. All right, let me ask you guys this question. Give me one thing. One thing that Jimmy Garoppolo does well, though. I can't play the Jeopardy song. We'll get fired. But give me one thing that Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo does well. And to you guys out watching out there, I would love to hear from you. Shout out to Fifth Deuce, man. Thank you so much for tuning into the stream. We appreciate you on Twitch. Did you download the cricket sound yet? I, I Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo can still run the two-minute offense. Yeah. Um, better than, than, than most. I mean, I will give him that. But let me tell you one thing that Jimmy Garoppolo used to be very awesome at. That's no, 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 why no, I'm trying to tell you. I don't want to know what he used to be awesome at. Okay, okay, got you. Okay, okay. It is 2021, and okay, I want to know what he does you. well now. That that he can that that he can still that he can still run that two minute offense. Yeah, right, right. Of JB, he can do that. Okay. I will give him that. Okay, that's I'll, all I'm gonna give him. But I will give him thing, that. I'll, I'll I'll give him one thing. I won't be a hater. One thing that he does well, there you go. Yeah, we need that. One thing that he does well, but he doesn't do it consistently enough, is pass with anticipation. Because that touchdown that he threw to Brandon Ayuk. That was a bad pass. That, no, it wasn't. It was a good pass. Oh, well, I, 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 I went back and watched it, and it wasn't – Brandon Ayuk had to go catch that ball. No, but I I like the I like how Jimmy threw it with anticipation. Okay, you got it, bro. You got the floor. When I, I, when I saw the replay, Jimmy threw the ball before Ayuk even had his head turned around. Again, we go into this issue with the predetermined reads. Okay. But he saw it open. He saw the window, and he threw it early. He didn't wait until Brandon Ayuk turned around because if he'd have waited until he turned around, it would have been too late and probably would have got hit. So sometimes. Jimmy throws the ball with really, really good anticipation, but he doesn't do it consistently enough. Yeah, I mean, his inconsistencies are there. And, and it's, it's unfortunate. And you're trying to figure out why. How can you continue to be inconsistent if you're the put starting up, quarterback? Put up Johnny James Snyder game comment. I know. So. That's what Jimmy does well. <laughs> I'm trying to find out which one it is. I got it. I got it. Oh, wearing suits. <laughs> Them drunks be fly. Them drunks be fly. I mean, listen, after his football career, he's definitely got the, the GQ model thing down. 
He, that, them junk, them joints be fly. I can't front the, the suits. The suits be on point. Um, real talk. Uh, I just want to. So I, I had to ask you this because here's his passing game chart for this game. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna count the number behind the line of scrimmage. Those are screenplays, guys. Mm-hmm. You got one, two, three, four, five. Are we all getting five? I got six. You got one, two, three, four, five. I got five behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, I got five behind the line of scrimmage too. Yeah. Look for, look for are, the y'all, are y'all not the incomplete? Oh, I'm sorry. You he he attempted. I'm, I'm counting. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm counting complete and incomplete. Okay, I got you. Just had to be specific about that, right? So gotcha. six behind the line. Hey, Mose, <laughs> give me the completed passes ten yards. Peachy, you give me the twenty yards. And I'll handle the rest. Let's see. I think I got eleven green. Uh, from the line of scrimmage to ten yards, eleven. One, you got two, a, you got eleven, right? Because four, a couple of them sat in that fifteen. Five, so Peachy, give me give me fifteen and more, Peachy. I'm sorry. Oh, fifteen and more. I was finna say because. Um, <laughs> so even at fifteen and more. It's not a lot. No. You got four. I'm looking at four. Well, hell, he only has 25. So, I mean. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at four that were completed. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. It's like once, like. That's the issue. Right. So. And look at the concentration of where all of them are going. Yes. In the middle. In the middle. In the middle. In the middle of the night. Forgot that song go. And then you got that one down the field, which Baby, is. Baby, why don't you meet me? So you got you got Jimmy, you know, his his I'm gonna try to see if I can get this every game because that's important. I like it. You know, that's important. Like to see where his ball distribution is going, pause. Because Peachy spoke earlier, his concentration is on the middle of the field. But every, if we know that, I know they know that because that's how right. they do it. They're trying to take that away. And you got to watch. Listen, this is, if you feel like this is a knock on Jimmy, fine. If you don't feel like it's a knock on Jimmy, fine. But you got to understand where we're coming from. These are his limitations. The fact that he can't throw outside the numbers, the sticks to the sidelines, he can't make sideline throws. That's an issue. He almost got Debo Samuel's Kilt, kilt. on. I said kilt, K I L T. The shit you wear on a screen pass. It was the same play. George Kittle was damn near out for the 2020 season. Mm-hmm. Only difference is George Kittle was taller and he was able to make the catch, whereas mm-hmm. Debo was probably was like, Nah, I saw George Kittle get his ankle twisted on that job. I'm good. That's 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 bad. That's bad. That's bad, especially it's especially when the team knows that it's coming. And so here's that one of those. Here's the you know which player was guys. This white one right here. <laughs> it's gonna say exactly which one. And it the cuter one might have been above the line of scrimmage, which made it a, a, an incomplete pass. So at least the cuter one was up, uh, in front of the line of scrimmage, whereas the one to Debo 
went out of bounds, I believe, and it was behind the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. That that at some point Jimmy has to say, either I can I can if I can't make these throws, I got to do other things to get my team enabled, right? right? Activated, going. That's I would like it. to stop seeing three and outs. Yes, Jimmy yes. Control. If you got to scramble, Jimmy, and you tear ACL, well, hey, you did what you had to do. You took one for the team. But right now he's playing safe football. And, guys, when you're playing a guy like Aaron Rodgers, you want to eliminate the chances. So guess who we're playing this week? And so we're going to talk about this on Wednesday show much more. But we're playing Russell Wilson. And I'd rather give Aaron Rodgers more chances than Russell Wilson. That's just my opinion. Russell is going to feast off of second and third or fourth chances. You could. We had Aaron Rodgers third and we had Aaron Rodgers at a third and thirty-three, y'all. We had Aaron Rodgers third and long, and they were mm-hmm. converting first downs. Whether you want to say it was a penalty that caused the first down, doesn't matter. What do you think Russell Wilson is going to do? Who runs better than Aaron Rodgers? That's right. Who throws better on the throw than Aaron Rodgers? Who's more athletic than Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers is cerebral. Russell Wilson is cerebral plus athleticism. Mm-hmm. athleticism. That's right. That's right. I can't wait to hear y'all game predictions. And you know what, y'all? After getting beat by Green Bay and getting some humble pie, I guarantee you these 49er fans are going to think a little different when playing Seattle. I know we want to beat Seattle, and I know we expect to beat Seattle. But y'all got to go back and watch the Jimmy Garoppolo that started the game, not the one that finished the game. Because usually whenever Jimmy Garoppolo starts the game, he starts the same way. And if we go down at home by Seattle, by 17, Pete Carroll is – he don't play. He way different than Matt LaFleur. Pete Carroll will will smell blood in the water if we go down 17. You better talk, talk about it. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you are not going to go down 17 to the them damn sea chickens and think that you're going to come out and win that game. If we play another half, oh my god! If we play another half, like these two halves that we played with Philly and Green Bay, we are going to lose to Seattle and we are also going to lose to the Cardinals. And we are not just going to lose a little bit. We're going to lose back because these are division games. Divisional rivals. Fifth dude. Pete Carroll is is going to put his foot on our neck. Literally, if we go down by 17, it will not, it will not, it will be so ugly that it won't even be, it won't even be nothing even. I'm telling you now. I'm just letting you know now that it it is not going to to be pretty. I'm just telling you. I'm I'm not even playing. If Deuce, that was the answer to your question. I know you said that he lost to the Vikings, but the Vikings aren't divisional. They're conference. And so you lose to the Vikings on the road, who cares? They're about to go on the road. Yeah, go ahead, Moose. Here's the thing with that, though. Yes, they lost to the Vikings. Cool. Both Tennessee and the Vikings – should have given the 49ers enough of a blueprint to be able to win this game handedly. Got to run the ball. Because Seattle 
they started off fast, but they tail off towards the end of the game. We cannot allow them to start off and tail off, start fast and tail off, and we start slow and ramp it up. That's right. That's that's not going to work. We're going to have to match their start. And as they start to dwindle down, then we continue to, to, to keep it ramped up and keep it, you know, up tempo all the way out throughout the game. And yes, the Vikings won without Dalvin Cook. So that means they were still able to be successful in the run game. um, Alexander Madison, Mm -hmm. he had a great game, killed me in fantasy because he not only was he able to run the ball, he was able to catch the ball out of the backfield. Mm -hmm. So we need to take advantage of their weakness at linebacker. Yes, they have Bobby Wagner, but outside of that, those guys cannot cover tight ends and they cannot cover running backs. I I don't want to get too deep in it because we'll go over it on Wednesday. But we have a blueprint in order to beat this team. We just need to make sure that we follow it and we play the football that we know how we are able to play. Shout out to he, Daddy Yo. He makes a good point. The Vikings were also desperate for a win because they should have beat Arizona. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And and that that was a that was a bad taste that it left in their mouth. Oh, they yeah. should have beat they should have beat Cincinnati too. And they should have yeah. beat Cincinnati, but they lost by because they kicker missed the field goal. Yep. <laughs> exactly. So if you want to beat the Vikings, do it with the kickers, with the kicks. But he's absolutely right. Seattle's going to be desperate for a win this week, too, because they just lost two in a row. And seeing what, how this division is, they don't want to lose three in a row. No, no. It's they almost, you know, it's almost suicide if you lose three. Come on. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost suicide. And this NFC West. Man, it's um, you. Um, you might as well just write your own death certificate or try to get in these playoffs because it's and, not going to happen. And if the 49ers mm-hmm. want to write their life certificate, which means they have to life, they right. would do whatever they have to take to beat the lifeline yeah. team right mm-hmm. now who wants to get a win. The 49ers just lost. This Green Bay Packers loss may have been the best thing. The one thing I got out of Jimmy Garoppolo's presser, and I, I, I didn't even listen to his presser before I had made this tweet. And I said, you know what this is going to do? This is that adversity. This is that this is that overcoming certain types of things. This is where the team can kind of like just <laughs> pound down and band together. Maybe Jimmy will be different against this game. Why? Division rivalry. Maybe you will see Jimmy Garoppolo do the things that we talked about on this show tonight. Extend plays. Get himself out there. Take the control. Take the matters into his own hand. Give Kyle Shanahan the middle finger and says, you know what? I got this. I'm a grown-ass man. Right. I got this. Like, who knows? Because if I'm not mistaken, Jimmy wants to beat Seattle more than anything. You always want to beat your 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 divisional uh, opponents. Like you always want to mm-hmm. beat those guys. And so yeah. I'm telling you right now, I know we're all over Jimmy because we know he's limited. Guys, we got to stay tuned because hopefully this week, with with the addition to hopefully Elijah Mitchell will be back. If mm-hmm. not, Kyle has got to start trusting the running backs on this team. Yo, why why sign him? Right. That's what I'm saying. Why are you signing guys if you're not going to trust them and play them? Speaking of that, Kerryon Johnson back to the practice squad. Make yeah. Sure at the beginning of the show. He's been reversed. I mean, I... Because <laughs> it looks like... I think he's probably reverted because it looks like Mitchell's going to be... Mitchell's coming, yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if you see Embry Thomas get a call up to. Because we're depleted. He, he oh, yeah. needs to. He needs to play. You you want especially especially with this defense that we're running, he needs to play because we need his speed. 
Amen. What do we know? We're just some 49er faithful, you know, guys out here that's doing this, you know, on the side. You know what I'm saying? We're not, we're not professional. We ain't, we ain't getting paid. You know what I mean? We just know what we know. You know what I mean? Um, so, guys, let's get on up out of here, man. It's been a great show. I told you two hours is what it was going to be. Very quickly, we did a poll earlier, all right? And the question is, who do we blame for last night's loss? Peachy, was it Kyle Shanahan, Jimmy Garoppolo, D'Amico Ryans, or the pass rush as a whole? Mose, I'm asking you the same question. I totally forgot to vote. Go figure, because I'm stupid. <laughs> so... Who did you vote for, Peachy, and why, Mose? Who would you? Who did you vote for, and why? And if you didn't vote, who would you pick? I um, I voted for Kyle Shanahan. Um, okay. Overall, I do feel like Kyle had a horrible game plan against the Packers. I don't. I'm not exactly sure like what was going on in that dude's head last night, but I think Mose had brought it up. The offense made no adjustments. And, and, and you just cannot do that. Kyle Kyle has got to uh, adjust better. So I, I put this on Kyle. All right. Kyle Shanahan was her vote. Mose, who would you vote for? Who did you vote for? I agree with the former 49ers great Eric Davis, who said in a tweet, just like in the Super Bowl, it wasn't Jimmy Garoppolo that lost this game. It was the defense. All right. Um, so whether you say the defense as a whole or whether you say – D'Amico Ryans I think like I mentioned earlier on passes of 2.5 seconds or less Aaron Rodgers was 16 of 16 he completed 100% of those passes you have to do something that gets him out of that rhythm you have to change up something that makes him second guess and allows him to hold on to that ball a split second longer you have to you have to do something. You got to mix up your coverages. You got to change what you're doing. You can't stay stagnant in the same thing. Additionally, Kyle Shanahan, as much as I don't agree with his game plan going into this game, somehow he was able to get this team to put up 28 points. Facts. So on the on the last drive, I've been saying it all day. Yeah, Devontae Adams is going to get his, but when the last drive with 37 seconds left, you heard Aaron Rodgers in the post game press conference. Michelle Tafoya asked him, what were you thinking on that last drive? Aaron Rodgers said, throw it to Tay. Throw it to Tay. Throw it to Tay. That's exactly what I was thinking. Throw it to Tay. So how was he able to get open, so wide open, two times to get two big chances to put them in position to get a field goal? Because we play prevent defense, which is what I beg you not to do. Yo, it's so stupid. If I know that that's one of the best receivers, top three in the league, I'm double covering him. If you're going to beat me, if you're going to get it down the field, it's going to have to be with somebody else. Somebody else. Mm -hmm. I'm putting Manny Mosley on him, and I'm putting either Ward or Tart on him. All the other corners, you man up, and then we got Warner Roman, we got Tart or Ward, whoever isn't doubling Tay, we got them Roman. Beat me with somebody else. You're not going to get two big chunk plays with your your two best offensive weapons to put you in position with 30 seconds left and no timeouts to get a game-winning field goal. That's on D'Amico. And as a player who's played in this game and who's been in these situations, for you not to know that, for you not to have your defense set up, even in that last 37 seconds to say, we are not going to let Devontae Adams beat us. Somebody else got to beat us. Somebody else got to put them in position for this game-winning field goal. Yo, it just made no sense to me. It made no sense. The, the Kansas City Chiefs, in their game, 
the the Chargers got the 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 last second the last minute touchdown. Patrick Mahomes had the ball with way more than thirty seven seconds. He had like a minute and twenty seconds, mm-hmm. a minute and thirty seconds with a timeout, I think. And the Chargers didn't let them go down and get a touchdown. So you mean to tell me that the Chargers defense was able to lock down Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill? We just had to stop one guy. And we just had to stop right. one guy? One guy. That's right. Amen to that. You're absolutely right about that because it really – and then, like, another thing that I didn't understand is, like, the offense has brought you this far. Yeah, you know, there's there's a lot of time left on the clock. For Aaron Rodgers, there really is. But I don't understand D'Amico's, like, non-aggressive mentality. Like, why wouldn't you bring the house? Like, you should just try to be coming for, like, break, no, like, all that. of it. You should have just you been you all can't, you can't. Yes, you can. Yeah, you can. You double Tay. She said, yeah. bring the house, bro. She talking about blitzing. You're not blitzing on 37 seconds, and then you leave somebody wide right. open? You you don't do that. You, you don't do that. That you don't do. But what you do is what you said you do is by you bracket Tay. You don't even got to double cover him. You yeah, bracket if you, him. But if you, if, you, if you blitz, you only got to bring five or six. You don't have right. to bring eight. Bro, right. you, keep bring, you keep saying y'all talking about that motherfucker. Four people couldn't get to him. Five people wasn't getting to him. So six people wasn't getting to him. Blitzing did not work against Aaron Rodgers because he was getting the ball out. If only thing that blitzing would have did was threw his pass rhythm off for an incomplete pass. And he just would have had another shot. But I'll take it. Well, just think about it though. If you want to get an incomplete pass, though, you're still giving him multiple shots. It's Aaron Rodgers. And he and he gonna get multiple incomplete passes. Exactly. No, because at at that point, we don't know that, y'all. Y'all saying blitz. We ain't blitz all damn game. Now all of a sudden you say bring a blitz with 37 seconds. No, you play pass defense. They had it. They the issue was this. They played prevent defense. Prevent defense is soft coverage. So your 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 theory, Mose, is right. But you're not playing blitz with 37 seconds. And next thing you know, you let this Aaron Rodgers guy, who our game was throwing no more bombs down the field. Like he was just, I'm just gonna throw it. I'm either gonna get a penalty or somebody's gonna catch it. Like that's what happened. Our game. So I'm not blitzing with 37 seconds left, especially with guys being tired. Y'all, y'all not even factoring in the fact that the defense was gassed. At, at some point, when is the defense not going to be gassed? Oh, I know. When the oh, offense sustains drives? Yeah, like that's the issue. That's why my pick is Jimmy Garoppolo. Because the first half, again, two weeks in a row, he's slow as molasses. Slow like a sloth. Can't figure it out. He's the issue. That was the issue. If Jimmy Garoppolo could have gotten to some type of rhythm, could have extended drives, kept that defense, who only gave up, what, 10? How, how, they stopped them at fourth and one. The defense was balling. It's just that at the end of the game, just like the Super Bowl, they get gassed. I'm sure Bosa was held. They don't call it. And, it, and again, it was that soft coverage on the D. I, I watched I watched Devontae catch underneath 20-yard routes. Twenty yard route, an underneath route, because the defense was playing so far back, they was they were scared to get beat deep. Aaron Rodgers needed one point, y'all. He needed one point. That's why I wouldn't have blitzed. I just would have played tighter coverage. I would have played up 
press. Man, whatever I had to do to jam those wide receivers, and you mentioned it, Mose, D'Amico failed because why was uh, uh, Emmanuel Mosley not shadowing um, Devontae Adams? That should have been all game. He the best DB you got out there, and you don't have him shadowing their best wide receiver, and you saw what happened once he started doing it. PTSD, bro. Why? What? If you really think about it, why would you put your best remaining corner, who's just coming back off an of injury, on one of the best wide receivers all game, and risk losing him? Now you can't play with that scary thought process. I agree with you. You can't play with that scary thought process. If 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 Manny's playing, Manny's traveling with Devontae all game. I'm not. I am not once putting Diamador Lenore on Devontae Adams ever. As much as I, as much as I talked about, it would be a good challenge for Demo, and I want Demo to play up against Devontae to kind of gauge where he's at to see what he needs to improve on in a game that we need to win. The only way in I would game, with that in most. a game where Aaron Rodgers is cooking. I'm putting Manny Mosley on Devontae Adams. Wherever Devontae Adams goes, Manny Mosley goes. That's right. Wherever you see set, wherever mm-hmm. you see 17, you see four. Yep. You don't see four without 17. You don't see 17 without four. I agree with you. That's but if right. you look at the thought process of us losing Verrett and us losing uh Josh Norman, and us losing on. this guy, and us losing that guy, and us losing that guy, we played with a scared mentality. Okay, there you go. And that's why we lost the game. So it's none of these reasons. It's not just the defense. It's not Kyle Shanahan. It's not Jimmy G. It's not just the pass rush who couldn't it's get everybody. Home. It's everybody. It's everybody. It, Jimmy Kyle plays with a scared mentality because he doesn't trust Jimmy. And so that's why he doesn't want to play playbook. That's why Jimmy Jimmy plays with a scared mentality because he doesn't want to throw turnovers and he doesn't want to put his team in a bad position. But you threw a pit, which it was a good play by, by Jair Alexander. But when we're driving late and you don't take a sack and you try to throw the ball in the ground, but you throw it backwards and it's a fumble, that's stupid for a veteran. So he plays with a scared mentality. Yeah, Demico played with a scared mentality. Like, let's get let's get to these contributions so we get out of here because now I'm getting now I'm getting mad. I went from uh-huh. disappointed to frustrated, to now I'm angry. So I've done all of your emotions on the same episode. Uh, we got uh, a contribution from Mr. Sean Shepard, our brother. Thank you, Sean. He says, what was yesterday? This is us overcoming Jimmy. My God, I will say it. Jimmy sucks. Trey Sermon looked like trash too. Let's talk about this. See, I don't think Jimmy sucks. That's tough for me to say. I, uh, you, I, because he's he's mid though. He's mid. He Jimmy's limited. Limited and sucking is two different things. I think he's limited, and so because yeah, Nathan, he's limited, Nathan Peterman sucks. There you go. I, I I don't think he sucks, but I can understand why you would say he sucks. Yeah, because you've watched football for a long time, and you know. What good quarterback is, you know, what great quarterback, you know, what elite, there's all levels. And then, and in your opinion, you're feeling like he sucks. I don't think he sucks. PG, do you think Jimmy sucks? No, I do not think that Jimmy sucks. I think that Jimmy is very limited. It's like you guys said, he has a lot of shortcomings. Is he the worst quarterback in the National Football League? No, absolutely not. Wait a but minute. Is- I saw something. Uh, our brother, uh, Jesse. Uh, he posted something, and Jimmy, even though 
he's winning games. He's like the worst quarterback in the league. Now, I know we want wins, and I get it. But how can we sustain wins against greater teams if your quarterback play isn't the greatest? That's why I keep saying the quarterback has to be the greatest person. That has to be the, the, the most elite level play on field. This ain't, guys, this is not the year where the Ravens had Trent Dilfer and you could win with an all type of defense because players are faster and players are quicker and players get the heck out of there. This is funny. I, that's why I was cracking up. <laughs> Well, um, because uh, uh, John B, thank you, our, another one of our brothers, posted a $10 contribution. He said, Breezy scared the shit out of me when he yelled, I forgot to <laughs> I got, I got, I got, I haven't, I didn't yell at the game. So I was waiting for our show. I was waiting for y'all to say something that I just disagreed with. And so that doesn't mean I'm right. I just wanted to yell. Like, I, I, I've been waiting. Right? I, I, I don't care if I'm wrong. I just felt like I wouldn't have blitzed. I know. Here's why. Why didn't we do it all game? You said it, Mose. You, he's getting rid of the ball 2.5 seconds. Put the goddamn safety up on that line and let that mother sucker go. And I get it. We lost our greatest blitzer on that first play to Lazard, right? K-1 would have been a blitzing DB. Let's just call it like it is. Nickel blitzes, I, I think we would have seen that a little bit in this particular game. We ain't seen it all season, but I think we would have seen it. We saw a tart blitz last week, so why not let him line up and blitz this week? Put that big, quick dude and, and make make Aaron feel different. D'Amico played it safe or scared. Kyle played it safe or scared. And so the players played it safe or scared. Man, that, remember that throw over Fred Warner's head? He should have been deeper in coverage. And should he, have been deeper. Ooh, he yeah. should have been. And he knows it. And, and it's especially because if you just watch the flow of the game, <sighs> Rodgers wasn't throwing anything underneath. Underneath. Nope. He wasn't throwing much underneath. Remember I said I thought it was going to be a Randall Cobb game with underneath uh-huh. routes? Nah. Randall, Randall Cobb was non-existent. Nah. Non-existent. Nah. Non-existent. Everything Honestly, was down the field, 30 Bay plus took- yards. Or Green to Bay stick. took Philly. Green Bay took Philly's game plan. There you go. And can execute it better because they have a better quarterback and better wide receivers. Exactly. Hands down, that is exactly right. So um, I'm going to put this up here because for two reasons. For one reason is because I love Cali to death. Cali's my brother. The reason why I want to post this is because I was just happy to see Maria Taylor on NBC because she's killing it. On NBC, I am so so happy for our girl that she is 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 happy and succeeding and and having a a ball and doing what she needs to do, which is back on the screen with her beautiful self. So I'm very very happy. So Maria, we love you very much, and we're very happy. Shout out to Maria! Give her a round of applause, man. She's doing big things for us. I got to shout out my man Trader Trainer, man. A man found me on Instagram, and we've been like best buds ever since. This dude's streams is ridiculously dope. So make sure you go ahead and subscribe to him on his Twitch channel, man. He has things popping out there, man. The dude is hilarious and and on point. So make sure you go ahead and give my man Trady, the trainer, a good shout-out and a follow, all right? (laughs) Subscribe to 
Look, we got to get out of here, man. Let's get to these daggone game balls, man. Because you know what? Win or lose, we find players that we feel like deserve game balls. All right? So here are our game balls, and we're going to talk about each one. All right? I try to find graphics that are relevant, that were from the game. It's, sometimes it's difficult. Um, so, Peachy, we'll start with you. Who was your game ball to? I gave my game ball to uh, Mr. George Kittle. George freaking Kittle. Round of applause to George Kittle. Look, man, he was targeted nine times. He had seven receptions, 92 yards, zero touchdowns. Um, what made you give the game ball to George Kittle? I was going to say it doesn't show enough about what Kittle did in this game um, with the stats. Kittle, it's just like when he gets the ball in his hands, like he's always trying to make a play. And he just impressed me by fighting to the nail to try to keep us alive and to do everything you possibly can to, to win us this game. He's always going the extra mile. The blocking was superb. Like everything was just Kittle, – Kittle was just on it last night. So that's why I gave him the game ball. All right, all right, all right. And then my man Mose, who did you go with? Who did you rock with out of this graphic? Out of this graphic, my game ball goes to – Number 44, I gave it to the Juice, man. Um, He played an absolutely amazing game. Uh, He was called on to do much more than we normally ask him or require him to do. Um, He took carries as a running back. Uh, He caught passes out of the backfield. I think he had nine total touches. I hear a lot of people saying, you know, Juice should have went down at the one. Uh, But when you're down – more than three points and you need a touchdown to win the game and you have an opportunity to get in, especially um, when there's 37 seconds left in the game. Yeah. He could have went down at the one, but then, you know, you risk a fumble snap. Uh, you risk a goal line stand. You miss, you mm-hmm. risk uh, an interception and you not getting in when you have an opportunity to get in the end zone, you get in the end zone. He caught the ball. He made the play that he needed to make. He got into the end zone. And you expect your defense with 37 seconds left to hold the door and not let the other team, uh, you know, get in position for a game-winning field goal. And we weren't able to do that. But Juice stepped up. He did what he was called to do, and he did a little bit more. Um, So my game ball goes to Juice. All right, man. And my game ball goes to the one and only, the number two wide receiver for the 49ers, Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, number two. He's working his way back in. But I tell you what, man, he showed up. He showed out. Did drop a touchdown in the end zone. So I got to have a conversation with him because he got to catch, though. I, I, it almost looked like he didn't know that the ball was going to be thrown the way it was. And that's why he dropped it. But I'm not blaming it on Jimmy. I'm blaming it on Brandon Ayuk. But it did look like a funky pass. Go back and watch it. Like, like he wasn't – he didn't know. And so – but, I, look, you got to catch that. Uh, nonetheless, we ended up scoring anyway on that drive. And so Brandon Ayuk gets my game ball. Why? Because he's a wide receiver that we know has the potential to be amazingly great. And so why wasn't he being utilized? Doghouse. I don't care what y'all say. That cat was in somebody's house. Doghouse, cat house, birdhouse, penthouse. He was somewhere he shouldn't have been, and that's why he's been struggling. No disrespect to Trent Sherfield because we're going to need him, but I think Kyle's doing something weird and funky with these wide receivers because you saw a lot of Sanu. Sanu had 45 uh, snaps in this particular game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, listen, Mo streams live, and I do apologize to Mo's. I, I'm sorry I left you hanging last night, but I got caught up with the group and I had I had about 
four or five of these. And so what had happened was it was just best that I stay off of the stream. Mm. I know, I know, mm. I know that, that, that know, was wrong. You, you, you know, you know, it's something coming when they hit you with the what had happened was. So I'm in, I'm in the Moe's dog house right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dog, thank you for the contribution, my guy. And if you need a new game link, you know, we're not promoting this, but man, hit us up on, you know, follow one, follow, make sure you're following everybody and we'll, we'll probably do a live thing and you can go ahead and get that game link on. You know what I'm saying? Again, the 49ers lost to the Green Bay Packers, guys. What a tough freaking loss, yo. They had it. Oh my God, they had to win. It was 37 seconds. Now, for, before we get out of here, and I, again, I don't want to be the Debbie Downer of the bunch. I don't want to seem like I'm pessimistic because right now it was only third the third game in, okay. so I'm still optimistic about this season. But what if we lose the next two and go into our bye week two and three? I can't stand you. And Jimmy stinks to join up in both games against Seattle and Arizona. I can't call it, bro. I don't understand Kyle Shanahan. Peachy, if you want to take a crack at it, be my guest, but I don't understand Kyle. Um, the one uh, the one thing that I was going to say is I had seen out there in the chat some people that were saying, you know, Washington needs a quarterback. Maybe Chicago will have a crack. Ain't no, ain't no team calling the 49ers about Garoppolo right now. Remember what I told you guys in the offseason about how all that was going to go down? I told you he was going to have to show these teams something. He ain't showed these teams nothing. These teams are not going to give up anything for this quarterback right now. Did you see that in Miami where they signed some quarterback named Reed something? I don't even know that dude that they they put on their squad. We said you that they would rather have some, somebody named Reed something, whoever this dude is, than to call the 49ers about Garoppolo. That is what we're dealing with here. You do realize that Trey Lance is eventually going to take over this team. And Jimmy Garoppolo is either going to be traded or it's just going to be over. Like his contract is just going to be expired. One of the two. Well, right now, this what he's putting out here. This ain't impressing no NFL team. No NFL team don't want them. Look at Washington. Look at, at what happened to Washington this weekend. You think Washington's calling about Jimmy Garoppolo? I'm, I'm just letting you guys know that dude has got a long way to go to, to even prove anything in team. And no matter what kind of flowers that Kyle Shanahan tries to give him, like they say, the ball don't lie in basketball, film don't lie in football. And I'm telling you now, they, they are watching this dude. It's not enough. These teams are not going to give the 49ers what they want at this point, the trade deadline. I hope that Jimmy Garoppolo shows up better against our um, division rivals. It would be great if that happens. And I know I got a lot of people mad at me, and I don't care. And maybe it's just the crown that I had between these two nights, but I'm telling you one thing about it. He got to play a lot better, people. I'm just letting you know. He has to play a lot better. And you guys can say whatever you want to about Trey Lance. Trey Lance is a rookie. So you can't even compare the two. You can't. You cannot – Say, well, would Trey Lance would do a better job? Maybe not, but you know what? He's a rookie, people. That's different. 
So stop I, that. Stop that crazy nonsense. Like, stop that. Jimmy Garoppolo has got to play better. I got I got one more question, and it's a serious question, so don't mm-hmm. make me laugh. It's a serious question. Y'all ready? It's a serious question. Don't make me laugh. Yeah. If Ben Roethlisberger keeps playing bad, do you think Pittsburgh would trade us back a Kello Weatherspoon for Jimmy Garoppolo? <laughs> Mm-mm. You know why? No, no, I, I, don't, I don't think so. I think, I think, I think, and I and I know you wanted to laugh, but I think Jimmy is untradeable. Right. That's my whole point. That's what my whole soliloquy was about. At this point, he is untradeable. No team is gonna trade for that dude right now. And and, and not gonna do it. And here's why: he can't stretch the field. And Pittsburgh, they got wide receivers. He ain't. They don't dink and dunk. They they throw the ball. The one thing Ben Roethlisberger can still do at the age of seventy five is throw the ball down the field seventy five yards. Jimmy's not doing that. You know what we should have did. And we're gonna end on this note. I ain't gonna say goodbye. We should have signed. I ain't even gonna say his name. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave it on the cliffhanger, y'all. Wait, I'm wait, not... wait. Let me let me know. Let me know if I'm right. No. Oh, okay. Okay. No. Okay. I'm I not... bet you that the Patriots <laughs> wish they would have though. And the, and I bet reason... they wish uh, they kept him. And the reason why it's not him is because he was on the team, so you couldn't have signed him. Right. Well, you could have because the Patriots ended up signing him as a free agent. But the guy I'm talking about is Teddy Bridgewater. I'm gonna leave it on that note because he no was... he you. He was traded. No, nah, I thought he was available. No, Teddy he was, was traded to Denver. Pa- the Panthers traded Teddy to Denver to make oh. room for Sam Darnold. Okay. That was a trade. All right. Well, then I, I rest my case. But too bad they didn't trade for Teddy Bridgewater. Right. Because they three and zero. Look, man, it's an early season, guys. We're two and one. I tell you what. Here's some good stuff. We went toe to toe with the MVP. And we lost by two points. So if you want to hang some good positive t- positivity, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you want to look at it from a positive light, boom. Another another positive note, the 49ers were 4-4 four and four in the red zone. I don't know the last time we was 100% in the red zone, you know, with multiple tries. So that's a good note. All right. So I will say there's some good things to look over. But you guys said it, man. Jimmy has to play better. And 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 the question is, will he? God dang it, Sean. I'm trying to go home. The question <laughs> is, will he? I love you, Sean. And, and so we won't know. It's like a to be continued or a stay tuned or or wait till season six. I don't know. It's a cliffhanger because Jimmy starts slow, ends on a high note. First of if you watched the game on Sunday and the past and the, the Eagles game, you were like, please put Trey Lance in the game at the very first half. And then all of a sudden, Jimmy evens it out. Like, what? What? All we got to do is threaten you with Trey Lance and then you play right. Right. Exactly. Then that needs he, to be part of the game plan. Put the Trey Lance dangle over Jimmy. Right. Exactly. Right now. Exactly. Hey, Jimmy. He heard all the, like they said that Levi's erupted whenever Trey came out there. Like it erupted. Yeah. I'm, I'm just telling you now, 
One other thing that I wanted to say before we get this contribution, before we get out of here, is if the 49ers are going to be losing football games, damn it, you might as well lose with the rookie. Because because this is because, you know, to get him experience, get him out there and get him going. That's how that's what I got to say. We have a contribution from from our brother, Sean. Another one that says, I wouldn't say sucks normally. Every time he drops back, it's like casting lots. The Jimmy we have now plays scared. He is very inaccurate. He's not the same. Love y'all. Stay faithful. Long season. That's the difference. Right. Sean. Yep. 2017, Jimmy mm-hmm. played like his life is on the line. That's right. He wanted a contract. 2018, Jimmy gets the contract. He starts playing a little different, but he also gets injured. 2019, Jimmy comes back out and says, you know what? Let me go ahead and earn the guarantees in my contract. And then he gets injured again in 2020, and now he's just milking the money. Right. He's not playing the same. Could be because of the injuries. Could be PTSD. We don't know. But for you, Sean, it's your birthday. Hey. 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 Happy birthday to Sean, everybody. Please send him a happy birthday. Shout out. All right, man. We appreciate you, my brother, from another mother. And then John, again, is still writing blank checks. And so you can write as many blank checks as you choose. And we appreciate you. But I ain't yelled this time, so you can't blame it on me. But Peachy yelled, so you can blame it on her. All right? And we never hear Moe's yell. All right. So thank you for the contribution. <laughs> yes, baby yes, sleep. Yes. Baby sleep. Baby sleep. I got you, bro. Baby always sleep when I tell you to yell. You like baby sleep. That's, that's your excuse. The baby, 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 baby. Baby, 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 baby. Listen, guys, we got Seattle this week. I can't wait till we break down this game on Wednesday. Guys, make sure y'all tune in to the Wednesday's episode because uh, it's going to be no hose bar. This is a divisional game, and I don't care about Green Bay. I'm over it, right? I care about this game. Mm-hmm. I, I want to beat the chicken out of the sea when we're playing. Isn't that a tuna? I want to beat the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> I just want to beat them. I don't care if we win by half a point. I don't know if that's possible. I just want to leave. So we got Seahawks this week. Russell Wilson. Uh, Tyler Lockett took got an injury, but I saw him finish the game, so I don't think it matters. But um, He'll, he'll be, be fine against the 49ers. He'll, play. he'll be there. <laughs> Guys, I don't want to break down this game, yo. We have no DBs except for most. Gonna have CJ Henderson. Who 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 mostly got torched by DK Metcalf, too, by the way. I like I mean abused. You know who didn't get torched by him? Akella Weatherspoon. Ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all so much for tuning in to Nitty Gritty. Now this we are all the hosts. We'll see y'all on Wednesday's episode, man. Mose, you ain't right, dog. Peace out, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast. Please follow and subscribe on twitch.tv backslash Wayne Breezy. Also on YouTube, YouTube backslash Wayne Breezy.